0: And welcome to the computer game show my name's David Turner I'm here with Sean Bell hello Matt Murray hello James Farley hi and it's the whole crew <laughs> again look at this how you you are so lucky um so I've listened to the new midnight resistance there Sean oh yeah and um I mean it's all very funny isn't it Andy it's all very mm. funny comes in tries to nick my patter that's <laughs> fine well, I mean, you're the pat police. You should be pulling him up on that. But uh, well, he's not that's... been on in a while, so I thought I'd just let him. Well, this it, is it, you know? isn't it? I mean, I heard him stroll into the podcast, yeah. try and act the big man. Yeah. You know, trying to shoot down your little anecdotes. All right, admittedly, very average anecdotes, but still, you
1: know, rude. But still, when you're on a show, you you, you know, out of politeness, you, you, you laugh it up, don't
0: you? you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But th- what annoyed me was when he was going oh, oh have you heard the computer game show theme music it's not cool like our music it's not cool no no we're not cool you 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 can try and be the cool guys andy i don't, i've got no problem with that we'll be the successful ones all right <laughs> Although, Chung, what yeah. was this about? I'll just give all the crap to the computer game show. That's that's the sort of thing that would get me angry if it wasn't for the fact that <laughs> it was the same episode where you went, I've got nothing, lads. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, that like, was the joke, Dave. Good. That was the. <laughs> that's right. I was just <laughs> wanting to. Because this, record,
1: this records more often. I end up having to talk about more stuff on here. And then when Midnight Resistance comes around, I'm just like shrugging my shoulders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good. Let's keep it that way. I'm yeah. looking forward to this one. But, um, Let's get off of that uh, that podcast, shall we, and get on to the main one. Um, what happened last week, Matt? What sort of feedback did we get?
2: Um, well, it's been it's relatively positive compared to previous weeks, which is uh, I mean good for both me and James and uh, and the show in general. Um, yeah, there there was one one issue say with, with last week, and that was uh, what is now known as Bellgate.
0: Yeah, I got quite a few messages quite early on. In fact, actually, Matt, you messaged me about it the um right so let me explain right when I get home from work I have to go through and clean out all the audio files because there's tends to be a little bit of background hissing and stuff like that tidy things up um which means that if I wanted to go through the whole podcast then uh, like listening to every second of it to make sure that there's no shit in the background um it would just take me too long. I haven't got the time to do it. And but if one of you guys want to take over that editing stuff, fine. But I will hold my hands up and say, Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed a few things here and there. Right. My bad. Yeah, Apologize like, about that. A couple that of one. weeks ago, definitely. Yeah, no, that was that's bad that was bad as well. Right? Yeah, so that's <laughs> two enough. weeks ago
2: and then last week. Okay, go on. Yep.
0: How many strikes are you on? You're on two strikes, yeah?
3: two who's in a row as well, James. It? Oh
0: that's hold the on. Thing. James, who's giving me the strikes? It's You. What? I'm giving me the you're, strikes. You're
3: giving yourself strikes. You're already admitting that you fucked it up twice.
0: Okay, right. But seen as I'm the leader of this little gang, leader, <laughs> we never agreed let's, on that. Let's cancel. Let's. Ca- you don't need to agree on it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Fucking, you don't get to decide, dear. Um, let's cancel those strikes. And
2: uh, start again from zero. Oh, fuck. I just I was so close to being teal over, over my my keyboard <laughs> when you said, who gives me the strikes? Okay. <laughs> want, give me some warning next time. Okay. So you're
1: basically right. It's like, you know, like dogs and how there's an alpha and the ones who aren't the alpha are actually like sort of relieved that they don't have to be the alpha. Like they're sort of they're quite happy for someone else to be in charge. That's me on this show. What do you mean? Because I, mean, I don't have to, I can just show up and it's all right. Dave's leading us exactly Sean
0: knows right Sean Sean knows (laughs) tail between my legs and I I tell (laughs) you something with Sean as well fair play to him he's done alright for himself right he can he can lord it up not quite as much as me but he can be my you know right hand man (laughs) sit next to me throne hand me me drinks you two you don't get you don't tell me about strikes right you don't this just doesn't happen James right.
3: I ain't got nothing to say because I think you're being a dick (laughs) (laughs)
0: right so um where were we we were talking about the bells in the background yeah um my right hand man did let me down there didn't he sean right so on the
1: subject of dogs
0: the, the what the was noise that, that sound? So it was during the knack bit, there was some yeah. ringing in the background. Yeah, and then so when I, I got think it was around home and checked,
2: minutes or so. Yeah, 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 yeah when yeah. I got
0: home and checked whose fire it was, I isolated everyone's and then found out it was Sean. I think we did. As knew. if that I was any, ever in any doubt. Yeah, gone.
3: I was relieved because <laughs> uh, I was uh, just. Uh,
2: it was. It was <laughs> he wasn't. You're of skating off in ice, James. I, know, well, I was two relieved because I was just
3: imagining the amount of abuse I was going to get if it had been me this time so <laughs> i was i was pretty relieved it was wrong to be honest because i thought there's nothing oh, where course. i'm recording where Thanks, it sounds anything like bells and i just thought i mean, I mean if, how could me, that have happened
2: it sounded like it sounded like a tea trolley being brought into the room and you know like some, well, this is see, this from, when like, I got, china you know, yeah jeans. this is when i got
1: confused because dave said bells and then i was like well there is a church near here like maybe i've had you know because it's quite hot so i had the windows open and they do they sometimes ring the bells up like, well, maybe that's it um and then you mentioned the tea trolley, and I was like, <laughs> um, "Yeah." So that noise that you heard was was my dog eating her dinner.
0: Why was she doing it near a microphone where you were recording a podcast? That's well, why she, I- she wasn't doing it near the microphone; she was doing it in the next room with the door shop.
2: Apparently, she's eating travels. A bell. <laughs> the dog food. What's wrong? What's
4: wrong That's with what you? Dogs makes you ring
1: the bell, and they yeah. You know. um, no, she uh, Yeah, just the the dinging of the nuggets around the the bowl made a noise.
0: Made I it. don't know how hard we can how how, like, how much we can have a go at argue about this because there is a mute button on your microphone. I mean, you should have known that that was bleeding through, right? Didn't really. Sure. I don't know.
1: I just didn't think it was. Well, I didn't think you it was going to really pick up that badly. And uh, yeah, I'm just not. I don't know.
2: i not bothered really. You just don't really care, do you? Yeah. Anyway, um, Matthew Leach tweeted us to ask why was James surrounded by reindeer during his knack ramp. So even, even the listeners think it's James. Isn't yeah, it, I isn't did it fascinating, have... the places this went? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking reindeer! I thought it was like James had someone chained up in his basement or something and they'd finally gotten out. It's a garage, not a basement. <laughs> it was basement. just about a rap. <laughs> What's that? I'm
3: recording in a garage, not a basement. It's, uh, it's different. A garage?
1: Yeah. in a garage is Mark Maron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got president obama with him <laughs> <laughs> oh you're <laughs> gonna try and get oh, no go on i'm not gonna go there Look, carry on
2: what was next matt oh, sorry <laughs> uh, we also uh, you you mentioned on the last week's show you're saying about crunching grabbing a bag of cookies and squeezing them uh john evans did the same listen to your latest show and ended up squeezing multiple bags of cookies in sainsbury's what was that even that even about it was so to wake up you know you get those bags of like five giant
0: cookies mm. in sainsbury's yeah. always squeeze them because like some of them are hard and some of them are like soft and they're only good when they're soft and if you squeeze them you give them a little squeeze then you know they're soft and they're good to buy that was it it's was just a bit of good advice Cool.
2: Uh, then we also went on to a local radio specials. Um, God, yeah, last week, last week's show was a banger, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, trios are very much still alive. You can still get them. Um, you, um, someone request, uh, Steve Shaw requested banana toffee drifter bar. I don't even remember them, but that was a yeah. thing back in the day. Yeah, trios are very much still alive. As are flips mini pre- mini chocolate pretzels. But um, I don't know. If, where if do you thinking, stand I've, on this? Yeah, Matt, I've not seen them in a shop
1: for ages, apart from like you know one of those places that just does American stuff. You need to, and get,
2: on, of, you need to get on on uh, on the blow with robotic monkey uh, who tweeted us about that. So I'm sure he's got he, he's clearly got he a supplier. Yeah.
0: Matt, where where do you stand on this stuff? Right, because
2: clearly this is shit podcasting just saying <laughs> like
0: i mean it's clearly. interesting
2: because we have spent 10 minutes basically talking about stuff we shouldn't really even talk about off the air let alone on the air
0: yeah i know but what i'm saying is that the the chocolate stuff was shit podcasting but it clearly got people engaged because Struck we i was enough. getting pictures of mm. chocolate bars sent to me mm. all week on twitter it's awful so where, it's well yeah i know i know where james stands like you're dead against this stuff and i'm kind of with you no i'm definitely with you but where does matt stand because this must be conflicting because you know it's bad but at the same time we're getting tweets so fucking
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. hell
2: <laughs> i mean if i think you know engagement versus shit content it's very very hard it's very hard to to it, it is shit but people like to talk about it oh, i'm happy to talk about it well so what are you going to
0: bring up this week favorite 80s theme tunes from <laughs> Georgian oh, shit <laughs> that was it <laughs> is that your next thing no
2: but one of, on one of our previous podcasts you and I were playing 80s theme tunes in the background so <laughs> were <will> we <laughs> I'm sure we've done a pod where, where we did that no that it. was when we used to play that was when we were playing Destiny do you remember and our first oh, run yeah, of Vault yeah, of yeah,
0: Glass yeah, yeah. we were playing Destiny and <laughs> this is t- totally true the first run we did of Vault of Glass we, uh, we've mentioned before we used no guides and we were trying to work it out so we died a lot so every time we died we were playing like 80s TV theme tunes down the <laughs> microphone just as the death screen come on and honestly it was the only thing that got me through those really really hard moments (laughs) like where 90 times out of 100 I would have just stormed out of the room and said I'm never playing this shit video game again but uh, um, instead it just made me want to die some more to hear some new (laughs) to hear (laughs) one foot in the grave again
2: (laughs) Um, um, right, cool. There, there, there's one other bit of uh, follow-up I didn't actually put in the stock, but uh, in the stock. But yeah, we also got um, yeah thanks for everyone's um, congratulations on our GMA nomination. Ah, yeah, the, that was awkward, it wasn't it? Wasn't, uh, really, wasn't really the case. There was some confusion, shall we say, when the nominations first came out. Um, but that was quickly clarified, and uh, we were not the recipient of said nomination. <laughs> but f- thank you for people who were congratulating us. It felt really awkward, uh, but also nice. Um, yeah, there's that. And also
0: congratulations to uh, the Sausage Factory Absolutely, that yeah. was nominated, the Spong podcast that was mentioned in the nominations. L- listen, guys, if there was a GMA for best podcast listeners, you'd win it. All right? And we'd give it to you. All right? But we'd probably have to steal it from, I don't know, <laughs> another podcast. But you'd get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> have to scrub the names off off of the fiend it's, it's
1: just a block of perspex right so you could just melt like just cut it down into little cubes just buy one Split should we just that. buy one
0: could do um, let's face it we we should have been nominated by now and I'm not just talking about wait, the computer fucking, game I've been nominated for three years now yeah but you were nominated at one point yeah at least they went okay we acknowledge this is a decent Recognize podcast we don't really exist. want to do it but we acknowledge yeah. it yeah.
2: joy pod <laughs> It's just uh, I didn't want to know, did they? I, I really think this is all about twenty seventeen. This is just like you know the next <laughs> iPhone. This year, it's all setting the groundwork for next year, which is a huge one in our case. You know, this year, oh, was it? Was it you? Was it no? Wasn't you? Uh, next year, oh yeah, it's, it's you. So yeah, the route to twenty seventeen starts here. That's what I'm How saying. awkward must it have been to write? Because Matt, basically, what
0: happened, right? Uh, for those of you that haven't been following this on Twitter, the GMA is the Games Media Awards, and. Um, uh they, they you know have a category called Be- best podcast slash radio show and on the nominations that went out this week uh one of the nominations was for spong all right and we just went huh is that us <laughs> Oh, because spong has two podcasts right they have the sausage factory and they have the computer game show and we were like is that us are we nominating what's going on and matt was like right i'm gonna email the woman that runs it
4: <laughs> that great, I know, because i had
0: already spoken
2: to her previously how? To clarify some stuff, <laughs> to give her a bum. No, I, I, just, I just said, you Spot know, do, do I wear you could. a suit? Do I, you know, is a red carpet? This is all months ago. But <laughs> <laughs> turns what out what a bit, time does bit my limousine arrive? Um,
0: yeah, and how awkward must it have been <laughs> to write that email back to Matt? Going, yeah, sorry, not you. <laughs> well, I don't know, right? Because from her perspective, it
1: might not have been that awkward because because you know she might come in it from a position of like. Well, it's all sort of bollocks, really, isn't it? So not. No one actually cares, right? Like, <laughs> whereas we're like, please dominate us, please, <laughs> please don't let yeah. us down. But what I was worried about um, was that it was going to turn out that, um, like, Chris O'Regan of the Sausage Factory had like had submitted us and him as like a like you know the (laughs) sponge stable and that matt had just been like fucking computer game show on our own fucking (laughs) (laughs) mercenaries
2: we've done it no (laughs) good Uh, yeah, uh, this is the email I said uh, This is on the morning, so ten past eleven So Noms, noms are out, I thought We haven't won it, but I might as well Hi Lisa, hope you're well I've just seen that Nominations are out This is Games Media Awards Can I just check something with you? <laughs> There's a nomination for Spong They've got two podcasts So just checking which one it relates to Is it The Sausage Factory or is it The Computer Game Show? Uh, hi Matt, it's for Sausage Factory Apologies, that should be clear on the story I'll get that added <laughs> Also,
0: fuck you. You're never gonna get nominated. <laughs> Joypop was never nominated. The computer game show will never get nominated. But one life left will be fucking nominated every fucking year, alright. Alright,
3: should we <laughs> anyway, go on with show? Well.
0: Any news this week, James? No.
3: Nah. Did we get do we get a nomination for Interface,
2: Matt? Nah. <laughs> no. that that's some other award show. Obviously that that will get nominated. I mean it's the figures I'd be of these the... guys, so thanks ever so much. It's been great. Yeah. What? You heard. Um news? <laughs>
0: <laughs> news James news what have we got
3: we have got some news there was the whole um sony throwing hello games under the bus
0: right now these sort of stories <laughs> are so easy to blow out of proportion <laughs> And to try and look into, like, over... I mean, they're quotes taken out of context quite clearly. They're, uh, it's not the full story. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. This, I, I mean, it's so easy to make sort of Daily Mail-style style leaps in reality to try and force some sort of major story here. But... Sony really did fuck over Sean Murray, didn't he? I mean, genuinely fucked him over, grabbed him, chucks him off a fucking cliff, and said it was his own fucking fault. Unbelievable. I could not believe what I read. Like, genuinely. I mean, I've never seen i have never seen a major publisher do this to one of their developers before. Never seen it. To an indie and all right, developer as well. You know, it's that? not like... Yeah, yeah an indie developer as well. And did you see the slight little dig as well? Which one? The whole said- oh, thing was a massive wasn't it? <laughs> there was, there was one where it was kind of like, oh, I may not be used to PR being an indie developer or something <laughs> like that. And it was. Like,
3: he, said, a jo- he said that they ought to have yeah. a, a good PR team to guide them. And it's like... What? Oh, here
0: we
1: go. This, this is, It wasn't a great PR strategy because he didn't have a PR person helping him. And in the end, he is an indie developer,
0: said <laughs> Yoshida. <laughs> now that is fucking disgraceful. I mean, it? that's my own emphasis there, obviously. So can I just, but, just say, who, was, who was it that... Did? It was um, uh, Yoshida, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, for him to even be... To- I, I mean, I just think this is really bad because I know that we were sort of half blaming sony as well as as i'm sure a lot of other people were because they were pushing it so hard do you know what i mean i still refuse to believe that hello games were the sole purpose behind all the false promises well and all all of the
3: all the stuff with sony it the way they were sort of it really felt like it was a first party game like how hard they were pushing it
0: absolutely Yeah. yeah So basically, uh, Yoshida was interviewed. Uh, was it straight to Polygon or were they um, oh, it was, referencing it? It was that? a Eurogamer interview, I think. Oh, I was a Eurogamer yeah. interview. Sorry, um, and uh, and he kind of sort of washed his hands of it all. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he added a quote at the end. Was like, "But I like playing it," but <laughs> throughout the whole interview, he was pretty much kind of like, "This is this was not acceptable the way they tried to sell the game. They should have." done this and they should have done that and i just thought mm. you were you were i again we don't know the deal we don't know how close they were working with hello games but you've got to assume it's pretty
2: close right for I, I, them it doesn't to matter like you know this has been massive massive for years like this is sony had the chance to pick it up and do something and give, give them a pr person or strategy but they didn't and they yeah it, i i think it's pretty pretty unfair on 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 hello games i mean they were somehow for, for some reason they're thrust into into spotlight and somehow they were delivering like the, the huge hope for, for ps4 like ps4 arguably one of the biggest ps4's biggest game biggest exclusive games that sony should have stepped in and and done something and not just sort of let it fall on a tiny little indie studio to yeah. do all the pr and obviously sony have done some stuff in terms of marketing i imagine they've. Pay, they've obviously paid for advertisements and here here, there, and everywhere but yeah they should earn way more to support them
3: but also I mean, I mean the, what, the, the... what sorry
2: okay. no no
0: go on
3: I was going to say I mean what what was this what was like Joe, Joe you said you're trying to get out of this like what was the point what? in saying this like <laughs>
2: Who? Um, Who? No, no, no I,
3: <laughs> I totally messed that up. Yeah. It's Shuha Yoshida. There you go.
2: What? Listen,
0: listen. When I start talking yeah. and you interrupt, right, and then I hand it over to you, make sure you've got something to say, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're holding a giant inflatable penis, yeah, have a joke ready. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, right. That first, the first quote in that article is is shocking enough, right? He, um, Yoshida said, "I understand." some of the criticisms especially sean murray is getting because he sounded like he was promising more features in the game from day one right to single him out i mean why are you even commenting on this i don't understand other than sony trying to distance themselves from the criticism yeah it's very i mean it's a
1: bit it's a bit out of context there isn't it like presumably he was asked like I don't, I don't think he was just talking about other stuff. And he's like, actually, and do you know what? Fuck Sean Murray in particular, <laughs> like just yeah. out of nowhere. I assume they asked him about, no well, which is or.
0: which is fine. But but should he really be commenting on it? Full stop. Should he just well, say, yeah. oh, you need mm-hmm. to? If you've got a problem with that, then maybe you need to address, like, talk to the, the development team. Or you yeah. know,
1: it's like we, I, I think it's, it's like Matt says, like at best they knew and did nothing. You know, like they, considering how hard they were helping to push it, as it as it basically being a PS4, you know, quote unquote exclusive, um, they they were definitely like, there's no way they weren't taking an interest in its development.
0: Oh no, of course so they, not. I mean, it was all over all, their fucking um, E3 conferences and stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like it was it, the, it was the main PS4 exclu- exclusive that everyone's been talking about for three yeah, years. Yeah. So Sony knew what wasn't going to be in that game, surely. Um, it's fucking mad. I mean, it is a crazy situation, isn't it? Because I, I mean, a, a lot of people were pumped for that game, and I was really pumped for that game, and I did enjoy what I played of it. But although I enjoyed what I was playing, I played of it. I mean, the the stuff that was missing, or or the stuff that I thought that would be there, or the stuff that didn't quite achieve just the minimal like standard. Like mm-hmm. for example, the combat. You would really, like I I want, if it played like a really average first person shooter, that's all it needed. If it played like a really average dogfighting spaceship game, that's all that it needed. But mm. it played below par on both of those those mm. things. You know what I mean? Mm. I like, you can't help but notice all the shit that it either didn't get right or is the completely missing from the game. Yeah. So you know, I get the anger towards it and I get the disappointment towards it. But man, that was like. When we saw that game, we saw it as a PS4 game. That was it. You know, the game was still coming out on the PC and stuff, but this was a PS4 game. And that's because Sony pushed it so much. They wanted it to be a PS4 game. It was their main th- thrust for this year, really. I know, and was, then when it, it came was, out, and it was
3: it was the game that pretty much made me want to buy a PS4. Because like, mm. they, they really marketed it a lot. I mean, it was, yeah, they built it up a lot.
0: James, so what? I mean, are you still playing it from time to time, or have you given up completely now?
3: No, I still play it. I mean, I probably play it a couple of nights a week, just sort of, I don't know, just wandering around. Really, I'm still, I've still got in the back of my mind this idea that I am going to get to the, you know, to the end of it, but I'm not in any rush really. Because, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: I wouldn't. Are you still enjoying what you play?
3: <laughs> yeah, when I play, but not massively because it just feels, I don't know, it just feels so limited. There just doesn't really it doesn't really feel like there's a lot to do. And that's the biggest problem with the game, I guess.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of, you know, backs up the thousands of times we said, but we don't know what we're supposed to be doing in it.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, it's ironic in that, yeah, that question was actually really easy to answer. It's just that the answer's Nothing. really, like, to just say <laughs> out loud is really boring. And then, yeah. therefore, that's why they didn't want to give a straight answer, I guess. Is yeah, there still
3: true. more stuff coming, though? Are they still planning on that?
4: You'd know, be
1: fucking dumb not to. There I, mean, an, I, I like, think that's what's what strikes me about the Ashida the thing, is that it's deeply unhelpful of him to be to, for that to be his attitude, rather than just being like, you know, not everyone's cup of tea. That's a shame, but there's going to be loads of banging new stuff over the next year. Get involved. Get your get your PS Plus subscriptions in, lads. It's going to be multiplayer one day, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <do> you- <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe maybe we should be grateful that he wasn't just being a fucking salesman about it. Uh, do you
0: it. think he's heading to Xbox soon? Do you reckon there's an announcement that, that makes coming to Xbox soon? This.
3: Yeah, maybe he's not bothered because he's just. Lying, yeah, maybe he's you know. pissed off because of, yeah, yeah. You would now think.
1: That- I mean, what I think would be the, the smart decision now would be to actually get like the first sort of DLC thing ready and then launch an Xbox version like with that. Because, cause, you know, the narrative is now that it's a disappointment, you know, well, not a disappointment, but it's not what they advertised and, the, you know, the stuff needs adding. So, you know, even if you don't own a PS4, you know that now. So if they turn around today and went, oh, yeah, Xbox versions out next week, everyone would go fucking big what? Yeah they, they added to, stuff. Yeah. yeah, they need
2: to turn it around a little bit first, yeah. don't they? Before they release on Xbox. But I mean, if, if they said Xbox version now, oh, and you can meet other players and mine. Oh, that would be and Xbox <laughs> exclusive feature. That would yeah. um,
0: yeah. the, There was an update this week, actually, for it. It was about a gig inside. Mm. Though I haven't seen any notes for it. Um, but I'd be interested to see what's in that. I've got a feeling that it's still in the bug fixing phase hmm. uh, and tidying a few things up rather than actually introducing new stuff I think that's um, kind think- of
1: like the saddest thing about it is that because you sort of you know acknowledging that it's a bit of a disappointment you feel terrible because obviously people work really fucking hard on this but then it's like you don't even get the knowledge that well at least they can have a rest now because it's just it's fucking the game's come out and they've just had to crack on
0: yeah yeah <laughs> but then but but then, I suppose, if they do manage to turn it around, I mean it can go either way right it could mm-hmm. it, it could either go the way of evolve, or it can go the way of drive club, where yeah. I mean drive club, when that come out, everyone was kicking off low review scores, people being angry that it wasn't finished, blah blah blah, then they turned it around. And now if you talk to someone that's played Drive Club in the last year, they'll go, That game is fucking excellent. Mm. Um Although well, so usually but- <laughs> usually book ended with, I only paid like ten quid
1: for it. And it's <laughs> Oh yeah, God, you're <laughs> totally right.
0: Oh, that's depressing, man. But yeah.
1: Um uh, I mean so it's, it's also a- worth pointing out that the, you know, developer of Drive Club did get shut down by <laughs> Sony not long after
0: but, God, this but they got bought the up so it's fine thing ever
3: like mm-hmm. Sony have been shutting down other shooters as well haven't they recently like they shut those ones that oh, were okay. working on VR stuff like they're gone
2: Christ that Yeah, shows a the ones that at London at London studios yeah Jesus <laughs>
0: Yashida's gonna come out like, uh, like next week and go yeah well we realised that VR was a bit shit actually <laughs> <laughs> So, here, here
1: are the specific people from these teams that I'm going to
0: blame for <laughs> their failure, <laughs> and also for
2: Matt Murray for his way overhyping it. No, um, I, it could it could seriously, well, I've got serious serious concerns about it now. But really, anyway. what are your concerns? Well, we're we doing it. Do we don't need to get into it? Oh, but a real time follow up. Yes, it was just bug fixes on the latest uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, because
0: I, okay. I, if I remember correctly, about a month ago, that they said they're going to do one huge patch to sort out some bugs. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's introducing new bits and pieces. Yeah, so so um, it'd be interesting to see where we go from there. The only problem is, we said quite clearly that, yeah, this will be a very different game by the time Christmas rolls around. Not 100% mm-hmm. sure that's going to be yeah. the case but, but we anymore. We didn't specify which year. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's fine. No, come on, um, Matt, I want to hear what, what your concerns are uh, with PSVR now.
2: Well, we're like three weeks or so from, from launch, um, what well, or, or just under a month, and there's there's no bundle in Europe. There is an American, no bundle in Europe, um very little promotion in in like gaming in like game and like H M V and other places like that. Um they haven't they they've launched like, they've relaunched the move controllers over here for like double the price of what they were. Um, and but they're, they're basically exactly the same as the old move controllers. Um, there just seems to be very very little hype, very little anything really from it. It's so just, what have it's really you got? Are you
0: all set up apart from the headset? You've got yeah, the camera. Yeah.
2: Got the camera. You have got the, move controllers. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah. yeah so sorry, you think, just need go. the headset now. Yep. All right. It, it's just yeah. it's just concerning. I mean, I, I I can really truly see this like going either way. I feel like Sony should be pushing it more and like three or four weeks out. I was also, there hasn't been a UK demo tour, you know, this isn't in, there, there isn't like a live demo in place like game. There's just nothing. It's just, it feels like it's no, absolutely they have, dead. It's like,
3: they have been showing it hmm? off in the UK because there was a whole thing well, that they were doing where you could register to go to events to um to see it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: I, I registered for that and didn't get a single email and now that hasn't happened yet. Um, it's gonna be shown at egx which is like its first official uk unveiling which is egx's mm-hmm. next weekend or this coming weekend sorry um so uk people will be able to play it there and it's obviously had like a massive huge uh, uh uh demos in like best buy and walmart and all that sort of stuff over in america for a few weeks and months i'm always reading like reviews and what people have said on on reddit on the on the, on the psvr subreddit which i'm on every day uh, because that's all I can do now with my life, um, but yeah, it just feels like over here, there's just there's nothing, and it I don't know it could go it could go either way. Seriously, like, here's a question because I I noticed
0: in the week that it was announced that the um, well it was announced a little while ago that the v- PSVR is going to come with a demo disc, right? Which we all yeah, have a lot of yeah, nostalgia for, like looking back at the old PS one days when that come with like demo disc one, two, three, or whatever it was, and then I think they did that. Did they? Did PS two come with a demo disc as well? I'm Trying to remember, I don't think mine did sure. actually. Mm, can't remember, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're bringing out their demo disc for the PSVR, and the difference between the American demo disc and the uh, the uh, European demo disc is quite shocking, isn't it, Matt?
2: Yeah, it's basically hard. There's only like nine demos, I think, on or nine or ten on the mm. European one, there's like 18 on the US version, mm. but, uh, they're going. They're going Thought is that that you can set up a US account and download the demos. Um, yeah, but, but surely will be. That surely not those,
0: those demos will just be on the PS PSN well, store. Yeah, you, exactly.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everyone's saying we'll get at least on on the Reddit. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter so much. It's just very strange. that There's almost double the amount of demos and you know much more varied demos on the us disc versus the european one there's just 10 i mean I, i'm really actually really super impressed with the stuff it is on the demo disc it's, it's all the games that people want to play so they haven't just given us like 10 or 11 shit ones they've given us like, it's like e-, e valkyrie uh drive club um tumble rigs they're, they're, all the big games that people are quite excited for are all on the demo disc which is good um it's just a bit weird that there's there's, there's hardly any over in europe
0: and then people say, you know, and to be honest, I don't think it's a big deal the lack of demos on the on the European disc because, as you say, they'll probably be downloadable anyway. Um, but I will say this, and we've said this, you know, we said this years ago. I do like the demo disc idea over downloading now because um, you. They are treated differently. Like, when you're going onto the PSN store to download demos, you only tend to download the games that you're already interested in. If you remember back in the days when we, we had demo discs like, on a regular basis on the front of magazines and this and the other, you would sit and play pretty much every demo on that demo disc just because it was on that demo disc and just to see you know, something new on your computer or like on your console or whatever. And that way you found, like, I would have, ni- had Guitaroo Man not been on a PS- PSM2 demo disc, I would have never have played that game. And that that's one of my favourite games of all time. You know what I mean? And it's simply because it was on that demo disc and I was just thinking, what the fuck is this? I wouldn't have downloaded that because I wouldn't have even heard of it. So, I don't know. I prefer the demo disc idea, but I can see why people would see it as outdated and stupid these days. Uh, Weird. And it's certainly going to help us when we all get together to try out your PSVR, Matt.
1: Yeah. So, Matt, you're saying you've got some reservations about it. Is this why earlier you were like, oh, are you guys still up for... (laughs) <laughs> coming around <laughs>
2: in the hope that we'll be like actually yeah fuck it oh yeah. thank fuck cancel the pre-order <laughs> <laughs> do, not, do not need I mean for me like, I'm, I'm excited because it's something new and I'm I'm, I'm just excited about VR in general but I, this isn't really I'm not buying it for like a day one experience I know it's more yeah. just the fact that I'm there for day one and to see it sort of grow and change over over the next like few months and years but um, uh, no I'm yeah I'm super excited for PS, PS, uh, VR weekend should we, mm. should we might as well tell people what we're doing now right go on then well, the, the 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 plan currently is that everyone's going to come. Well, not everyone listening. so should clarify. Everyone who records this podcast, I e me, Dave, Sean, and Farley, are going to come to my house. We're going to play PSVR. And the, the rough plan right now is that we're going to do a live, uh, a live podcast. Um, probably gonna, like stream over, like a live stream on Facebook or or whatever. Um. And so, so probably uh, like, you know, see maybe see us playing uh, PSVR, but see us like talking about the headset and, and, and giving out impressions. I thought that that'd be a much better thing than just me coming on and telling you about PSVR and Evan just shuts off. But the fact that you guys can all, uh, you three can play it as well. Um, it should, hopefully should be, should be some decent, decent talk about it. Cause I mean, would you, would you say you're, you're, you're fairly skeptical, uh, Sean and well, all of you really?
1: No, like I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to having a go. I think my concern is that, like, after that weekend, I'll be like, right, I'm. Um, I've had um, my film. Yeah, yeah curiosity's that. sated. That's me. Cheers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big I'm concern me, for I'm me, exactly actually. Yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly the same as Sean. Like, I, I just think it's one of those things that would be fun to use at a party for half an hour, like to show off and go, oh, look, you can look around. Oh, yeah, I can look around, can't I? Yeah, you can. And you can look up and down. Oh, yeah, I can do that as well, can't I? Yeah put it away now okay <laughs> <laughs> i can't really see myself using it of an evening after a day at work you know what i mean
1: especially like you know yeah like if if joe and harry are around and you're just like
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. see <laughs> you later and putting the helmet knocking him over yeah, <laughs> With yeah. A yeah. it's, it's, it's not that around. sort
2: of thing i certainly move, i mean I, I don't really play games like before 10 anyway but um mm-hmm. i don't see me like just putting the headset on and sitting in the corner doing that well other thing happens but uh, yeah I'm excited to see see what it's like and and, and see yeah. where it goes from there really. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, and I'm I'm totally open to it convincing me otherwise. You know what I mean? I'm not going into it shutting myself off from ever thinking that this could be something more than just a bit of a gimmicky thing that's good to try out once in a while. Um I'm totally open to it being genuinely really good.
4: Yeah. Can we um,
1: um- can at some point one of us try and go to sleep wearing it? Yes, and then see what happens when you wake up. When you wake
4: uh, up in a, a car headset. going ninety miles an hour. <laughs> the thing is, is it going to be weeping. as
3: popular as the Wii balance board? That's that's what I'm wondering. Is it going to be one of those <laughs> things where, like, in like a I don't know, a year's time, we'll see it like. Out on the pavement, someone's just chucked just it
4: away. Piling up that,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I know you're joking, it, but like, how, how big was like the Wee Balance Board in terms of sales, and how big was connect in terms of sales? The balance was, was massive. huge, right? It was
3: like the yeah. balance board that was like impossible to get for like quite a long time because people were going crazy for it. But then, yeah, it tailed off.
2: Yeah. The, the thing is about this is that, you know, Sony have arguably the biggest, uh, the they they have the the most power in terms of actually bringing VR to the mainstream because you can get a VR headset for three hundred fifty quid. It's PSVR, you know, and and the PS4, and it's a much cheaper alternative than say a Vive or Oculus. Um, so and there's obviously forty million plus PS4s out in the world, so you know there's there's a really good chance of you know being quite a lot of decent bit of VR content created just because I think they might sell quite a lot in a short space of time. But there's also the they also have just a bigger chance of screwing up VR for everyone and just making mm. it so vr is just for the elitist hardcore pc gamer who spent like 1500 quid on the pc and another 800 quid on the headset um if if they don't don't do us don't do us right and don't do well and fuck it up then people will just say oh yeah vr isn't ready and VR is rubbish and people will just give up and it'll just be yeah i
0: don't think uh, you just, this is it though i don't think that this is going to be rubbish i think people are going to put these headsets on and go wow, this is fucking brilliant. Like, I genuinely think they will because the majority of the people that are going to come across PSVR headsets are not going to have Ocul- ever have used an Oculus Rift or a Vive, right? No, so no, this will no, be their definitely. first new age, if you want to call it that, You know, the current-gen uh, VR experience. And I think it will be really impressive what i don't think it'll be is something to sell software i don't think it's going to sell software See, i think it's going to be this sorry gone
3: isn't that like one of the problems though because i was listening recently they were talking about how in the pc space like with vr it's kind of hasn't it gone a bit quiet but it has gone quite There
2: me. was a game announced, um, last week who it actually it's the first game to actually make a million dollars in a month. I can't remember. In like, my like Raw Power, I think, is a game. It's like a first person shooting up. And um, this is like the first VR game. Actually, it's like a full price. It's, which is weird. On, on, on PC, it's a full, full price VR game. It's like $40. And it's also the first one that's made a million dollars in a month. Whereas so, so uh, a vast majority of VR experiences on PC are are low price, you know, five, ten, fifteen, twenty quid. Whereas you look at PSVR, and they're all priced like fifty quid or sixty quid. So it's it's really weird. Well, well how it's go, how it's going to shake down, but yeah, the VR space has slowed down, and and in fact, it's actually it's actually shrinking. It was like 08 point eight percent of PC users on Steam two months ago, and there was like 06 point six last month. So there's actually a shrinkage, you know less people are playing VR, but I feel like it's going to be quite a hardcore small subsection that are playing it and 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 everyone's creating experiences and and buying and buying it and hopefully the devs devs are experimenting for them really. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating to see yeah. what goes down.
0: But but that's what I mean. I think I think the demo disc is going to be enough for the average person. <laughs> it sounds bad, but I I don't know you know, uh, people say that they don't like sitting with these headsets on for hours on end and um, uh, without, like, full price games that you expect hours. I
2: don't know, it kind of conflicts with what we used to with with gaming. And uh, Yeah, this is not going to be like uh, a multi-hour experience. This will be like, you know, you put it on for an hour, you have an awesome time and then you go back to regular games. Uh, this is not... and it, it, Right now, there won't be the games for you to play hours, for hours and hours. It's just not comfortable and not good, so... Yeah,
3: but isn't it like also yeah. too expensive at, at that? Like, if you're saying this is just like a brief experience that you're going to do, maybe with a couple of people, like a couple of times or whatever, but it's like three hundred and fifty quid. Like, the... well,
0: expense is is all relative, isn't it? I mean, you, you can. I mean, I I don't really put what 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 I would say is that the effort of setting it all up. No, well, how how easy is it gonna to
2: be to do all that? No, sort I of think of the PSVR, uh, there's very little. It's not like Vibe, we need the the like the lighthouse cameras, you just you'll you have your chances are you'll have your PS PS camera anyway, maybe on top of TV. I know mine's just ready to go. And it's it's a super comfy headset, you put it on like a baseball cap, it's the most comfy out of all the the, the headsets apparently. Um so I actually think seller wise it'd be fine. It's more like how do you store it and where do you store it? But you say that mm. but like the the
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying you did definitely that because it did for me it's it sounds like a a or not so much a rock band drum kit, but like a guitar hero thing it's kind of like I don't want to get the guitar out again, said it all <laughs> I, I don't know and it, it's not actually that much effort, but the the idea of getting it out of the cupboard is enough for me to not do yeah. it
4: i mean I mean uh, I think it's
2: expensive, um and when I say you know, I think up' have like a great you know a week, two weeks maybe a month, who knows, and then I'll just be getting out for the new games or new patches and things that roll out and people might think well that's a huge waste of money for you just playing here and there but i just want to be there i want to see how it progresses and see see what how it gets pushed forward and you know i've I've played loads of uh via, via vr uh, at work and to see then what what's coming out this the, the slight changes basically seeing how developers are learning how to do certain things is fascinating you know oh this one's realized actually if you change the angle of how you hold the gun it's better for taller or shorter players and there's like little increment little incremental uh, changes and things that developers are experimenting with which is the exciting thing for me to see how it progresses so i just want to be there yeah, day one look, let me really. make this very
0: clear to you matt let me make this very fucking clear I don't think you're wasting your money. You have been into VR for probably as long as I've known you. <laughs> so this is to, to actually, for you to own your own VR headset is pretty much a big deal. And I do not begrudge you spending that amount of money on it to fulfill
2: yeah. <laughs> your worth your dream. it to be day one. That's, that, that's, that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd Definitely. been there
4: at
3: day one for the 3DO. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been good.
2: Virtual boy, mate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we, we didn't really plan to talk about that. So that's... <laughs> Oh, that, that, sorry i can
1: say we, we managed to because last episode was about 45 minutes of chat before a we point. actually got onto well, the game well, <laughs> <laughs> at
0: least we've managed to, at least we've managed to uh, get it back on topic a little bit more right okay let's talk about what we've been playing then and uh we'll start with sean this week sean what you got for us
1: <sighs> fucking hang on let me, let me get the google doc open i've already fucking forgotten um, you've forgotten what you've been playing this week? So, mate I've, I've i'm fucked god <laughs> help me when i actually have kids cuz it's bad enough sure. as it is right so i've been playing more destiny i've been doing this stupid fucking thing where so the new new expansion's out tomorrow or yesterday by the time you hear this um and basically so the the level cap's going to be raised and for those who don't play destiny you don't you don't just pick up items you pick up engrams which are like blueprints of items but you don't know what item it is you just goes oh you got a blue engram or you got a, a purple engram color denoting how rare and therefore how good the item is likely to be um but basically some dickhead on reddit had this theory that if you just gather up all your engrams now and you don't decode them i.e turn them into proper items save them all up for when the new dlc comes out and then they'll all potentially have higher values on them so they, you know um because the, the, the light level will have been raised so basically I've just been doing that and I've just been gathering as many engrams as I can and getting all my factions so that they've leveled up and every every time you level up a faction you get a little present off them which is again usually a set of engrams or other shit. Um, so basically leveling up all your factions but then not actually claiming the reward yet. Oh yeah, clever. So I'm waiting oh, the we'll Okay, yeah. So basically yeah, so I've got like, you know, I've got new Monarchy, Vanguard, Crucible and some else all ready to cash in. Tomorrow, and it's probably going to be a complete
2: fucking waste no, of time. Because e- even if it does, I'm, I'm sure, like yeah, you, yeah. You, I'm assuming you're I'm... aware of Datto does Destiny the uh YouTuber. So yes. yeah, every time there's a you know, a big patch update like this, he's doing videos of him opening hundreds of engrams grams that he has saved prior to yeah. the, the new yeah. new DLC. So yeah, I can see. I'm I'm quite excited yeah, for you. So Sean.
1: It is a thing. I think. It, I think the what. Like, a friend of ours is like, oh, you know, I can't be bothered doing any of this. Like, am I going to be well behind all of you? It's like, honestly, after about two, three days, we'll probably level out. Like, doing it, doing this might give me a bit of a head start initially. But then, you know, just through the course of doing the new story missions, you'll probably end up like basically the, the same place I'll be. So, fuck it, whatever. But, I mean, you know, I'm enjoying playing it. And I enjoy... It's really interesting being on, you know, days before the new stuff is coming out, and just being at that level where you just you fucking know everything, and you've got that perfect command of like knowing exactly what you need to do to get you know certain things done. Um, Yeah, I'm quite jealous,
0: Sean. And it's Uh,
1: well, I mean, you know, come tomorrow, it's all going to go out the window again, and we're all going to be clueless. So you know,
0: yeah, and but like um, I mean the 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 whole I don't know we I, I loved destiny and i still love destiny and it just worries me that if i was to ever buy this expansion that i'd be fucked for the rest of the year (laughs) because it is good though isn't it it is really that's that's the point that's always overlooked because most of the chat since the game has come out or at least since the game turned one last year Mm. it was like it's all been about the stuff around destiny rather than the actual um Point to point plan of the game, yeah, which is just so much fucking fun. Listen, yeah, this is the thing. Like
1: you, you describe like you know all these things I've been doing, which you know, and and some people I play the game with are like, oh yeah, you know, we'll we'll grind some of this and then grind some of that, and I I hate that word. And I know some people use it in a totally like non-offensive way. I hate the word because it, like, to me, grinding is synonymous with doing something boring. Yeah, and it's like, no, I'm I'm doing a lot of on paper, repetitive stuff, but I'm enjoying it because the shooting's really good. And even though you are, like, you know, replaying things over and over, it doesn't take many changes to just be like, oh, right, shit, I need to rethink this. I need to play it differently. Like, just the fact that, um, you know, on your Nightfall strikes or whatever, every week there's a different um, different set of modifiers on it, usually being, you know, being there'll be, like, Void Burn or Solar Burn or whatever, which means different damage types suddenly do way more damage and then you're like right shit well i need to use this other subclass that i don't use so much or i need to equip these weapons that i don't use as much as i usually do and, and then need to equip bits of armor that make the subclass better and and just actually getting like being mindful of like like actual character builds rather than just oh well i'll equip the stuff with the highest stats and then that'll do um like actually thinking well no this this sort of setup is more suitable for pvp and this is good for this and did it and just having just being able to think about it on that level is is just really enjoyable yeah um, and that's
0: I, I think that's just where i last left it mm. i just was getting to that, that 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 was like i had my crucible uh build and i mm. had my you know pvp build mm. as different weapons different perks stuff like that and and oh man it was just getting into it to that level was really satisfying, mm. like seriously satisfying. um I just, I wish I could go back, and I probably should, but <laughs> at the same time, I don't think I could allow myself to do it. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but to to me,
1: that just makes it come across as a value for money prospect. Like absolutely, I, <laughs> like I've got loads of stupid house shit to pay for now, so yeah, twenty five quid for something I'll be playing from now until at least Christmas. Brilliant. Um, Ah. you know um so yeah uh, more destiny and obviously next episode i'll have new shit to talk about hopefully good Uh, good i've been playing a bit of might and magic clash of heroes which i won't well i won't bang on about it for too long it's basically it's on sale on android and you should get it it's like 79p or something it's uh, it's just dead interesting because it this originally came out on the 3ds um good few years ago and it's basically if you crossed Magic the Gathering with fucking Bejeweled or like a match three puzzler in that, you you know, you call out units on this battlefield. Like, and it's a strategy game, but it's about rearranging units to form groups of three, which then you know, makes them sort of attack or defend. or And it's just and it's really smart. What's interesting about it playing it now is that, like, it's got the makeup of, like, Hearthstone or duelist or something like that one of those games that is you know thrives off being free to play and having like a tournament scene and 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 all that stuff um whereas this because of when it was made that that wasn't really in place so it's one of those games but it's like here's your story mode and, <laughs> and you're like i don't give a, fuck. I don't care why are there cut scenes why is that why is there there's a shit dialogue i've got to wade through just to get between the fights i just want to fight i just want to Enjoy <laughs> sorting out, you know, like sorting out. You don't I mean, really have a deck; you only pick like three units. But I just want to enjoy having fights with people on it. And, and yeah, and like on the multiplayer is like really sort of it's like a very, very much a secondary concern. There's no, there's no ladders. There's no, there's you know, there's nothing. There's no like unlocking units by uh, you know playing against people. It's all just through this story mode. And it's just really interesting how that makes it feel really dated. Like it's still really good. But if they made Is it, it might, now it might
0: would be very much.
1: Uh my um, yeah, my my and magic clash of heroes. Yeah, it's a
0: yeah. uh, four four quid on iOS. But um actually just looking it up on the App Store, I yeah. had no idea that the App Store now does bundle apps. Oh yeah. Have you seen this? No. Um Yeah yeah, yeah, this? They've been doing
3: that,
0: that for a ago. long time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't notice that though. Yeah, Ubisoft classic hits that's included in with yeah. uh, you know, with the Rayman games and stuff like that. Ray, Rayman. Rayman. man, I still do it, Sean. I still fucking do, do it. Um, yeah, no, so I how so? How does the the match and free stuff come into it then?
1: So basically, yeah. So all your units sort of randomly run out onto the battlefield, and then basically, yeah. If you line up three units of the same color vertically, then they start like a countdown to attack. So it'll be like in two turns they'll attack. Um, and if you line them up horizontally, they form like a defensive wall. Um, And then basically it's all about um, when you attack, you want to make sure there's no enemies in the same lane on the opposite side so that when your guys do attack, they go straight through and they they attack the enemy player directly. Uh, Um, So, yeah, so it's all about just figuring out the, the timing of like, right, well, if I get these three guys attacking, he's got two turns to figure out a defense for that but then he's attacking me there and that's going to activate in a turn. So I need to build a wall there and, you know, and stuff like that. And then there's like bonuses for synchronizing your, your attacks and stuff. And it's just, it's proper, properly enjoyable. And like I say, if if they brought it out now and it had, you know, and like online was a focus of it and there was more units and, you know, they got a bit of a tournament scene going, it would fucking, it'd do so well. But it's just interesting that it's from a, you know, an, an older time. So it hasn't got online play I think it's got online play, but it's really bare bones. It's just like, yeah, you get, you know, just match makes you with a stranger and then, and that's it. There's no like, there's no ranking system as far as I'm aware. There's no, Oh right. you know, something like Duelist, which has only just come out and is obviously sort of trying to copy Hearthstone, but it's already got things like, um, you know, like you've got your rank and there's a tournament mode and there's a, you know, you can view all your mates replays and stuff like that. So like, you know, games are coming out with that sort of thing straight out the gate. And yeah, so it's just interesting that it's it sort of, it's still very good, but would just be very different if it was made now. And they should yeah. they should do a sequel and, and incorporate all that stuff and it would do all right. How long has it been out for the iPhone and stuff? Um, it's been a good few years because I remember when I when I first got an iPad, it was what I, I, was, I spent most of my time playing this on it. Um, so you're looking, it must be five, six years.
2: Right, okay. I'm sorry, this is yeah, a, so the tra- My Magic Clash of Heroes, right? So yes, yes. on the app store it says the latest update was July 2013 but that, that can't be right can it No oh, shit it's just, um, it says what's new, new? Yeah, 16th July yeah, that's what you're saying how can that possibly be
0: what are you talking about why why wouldn't that what be was, possible that, they haven't have patched, patched it patched Game
2: in like three years yeah but I mean Matt it, it came out years ago yeah I just it, it feels like that's three years worth of enhancement they could, I don't know it's, a, it's quite unlike an app on the app store that they wouldn't have <laughs> updated for like iOS 9 or 8 <laughs> Let alone ten.
0: Yeah, but you. I think got, they've basically get, left it to rot. To be honest, I think they've. You get games like that that just slip through the net, and yeah. just nothing ever happens with them again. It's do they? It's yeah. a shame, but. Yeah, but that's not like that's how games used to be, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Hold on, I'm playing Super Mario Brothers here, and I haven't patched that in God knows how long. Thirty years. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's just because it, it, it's from that you know that age where. Games with games and not services, you know. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. It's it, yeah. If you've got an Android device and you haven't played it, then totally do get it. It's just like say so you'll you'll sort of wish, um, that it was it'd been made a bit more recently. I guess. Uh, I've also been playing last one, uh, Assault Suit Lanos. What is that? That is right. This is this is weird. Um, so I, as a kid, played a lot of Cybernator on the SNES and um played it again as an it's one of those ones that you go back to as an adult and like actually this is fucking wicked like i wasn't just you know because you're only a kid you don't really you just enjoy everything just like everything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's probably the game that's um responsible for getting me into giant robots um 2d platformer but yeah um going around with a, a robot shooting stuff um cybernate was really interesting because it had levels where like you could just fail the objectives and it would just change the story a bit like the game would carry on wouldn't just be game over um like you can fail to prevent a terrorist attack and a colony gets dropped on earth and kills millions of people um, and it just cracks on um so yeah uh, Cybernet's original name in japan was assault suit valken um and then basically so you know two decades later i then find out that assault suit Lanos was a thing and was actually the first in the series that came out on the mega drive and they did a remake of it for the ps4 and pc as well i think um and it looks way better i had a look at the original the mega drive and it looked like dog shit and um, this is basically like a proper reimagining of it and it was half price this week or this month whatever there's like there's a, one of those weird sort of nebulous sales that they sort of always seem to have on psn it's part of one of those um it's well good proper enjoying it it's again it's it's so 2d platformer um but you're a robot giant robot and you can customize your, your robot a bit you can choose different weapons and stuff um one of the like the big deals about it because this was really impressive back in the days you have like 360 degree um like control over where you you shoot and it's all about sort of you control the angle of your gun with the the d-pad same as your movement if that makes sense so as you as you're running forwards you can push it up a little bit and your gun will start pointing upwards and then it's all about but then you hold like the left bumper and it locks your gun in place it's all about developing this weird sort of control of like getting the gun pointing a certain way and then being able to back off but still point the same way so
0: is it kind of like um metal slug
1: yeah a little bit um it's less it's sort of less arcadey there's like there's like Metal Slug gets like really hectic and daft, and there's aliens yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Whereas this is like trying to tell a serious story about war. Oh lads. god! Oh god! And uh, yeah, there's like <laughs> there's a there's a bit where you sort of you're in this dropship and it's like coming down to Earth, and you have to sort of get out as it's descending to Earth and shoot some enemies, and then but then one of you guys doesn't make it back into the ship in time, and he burns up in the atmosphere. And that scene was actually removed from the original because it was deemed too severe. Um, but yeah, do you reckon just, when,
0: when they do stuff like that, yeah. when they write stuff like that, they think people are going to be crying. <laughs> this, this is going to touch because... people.
1: Games are art, lads. They're art.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just what's cool about it is that each level, again, same as Cybernet, like each level has like a weird little objective to it. It's not just kill the guys and get to the end, it's like, no, there's a base at this end. And the enemies are coming from the other end, and you've got to stop them getting through. Or there's like, or you're protecting like a little convoy, um, and it's just like nothing massively complex, but just like for the time, that's obviously like quite a, a leap forward. Um, so yeah, proper enjoying it, Tenor.
0: Good. What did you say, Tenor. I thought you said Turner. Like as Turner, if you, come on. <laughs> you where we were going. I'm next. the host now, mate. Come on, fucking. <laughs> Um, I will do this then. Um, yeah, so obviously this week um, I finished my PES 2017 review, so I've mainly been playing that. And um, the service got switched on midweek last week, I think it was, or towards the end of last week. Uh, my word, that is some football game. Literally the best football game I've played for God knows how long. It works like a dream online. Although saying that, that's only going by my experience. I've, I must have played about 20, 25 games online and I have had zero lag. Um, but I, I've heard from many people that they've not been quite as f- fortunate and that it's been laggy as hell. Um, but yeah, it's just... A, what a, what a, James, you've ordered FIFA this week. What are you playing at, mate? <laughs> have a well, word with yourself.
3: I was considering changing it, actually, but I don't know. Cause the, is there any way I can get it cheap? Just that
0: see this is it right There's about a billion different ways to play football games these days right you you either you're either into your fiFA ultimate team you're into your your online divisions you're into your co op stuff you there's so many different ways to play football games now. I know that you're a career mode person right you play yeah. the season like you play the single player career mode games my advice would probably be actually you're doing the right thing and going with FIFA because that get, that's get that got all the authentic stuff in it. The career mode on that has been refined beyond belief and it's full of the licensed stuff. And, you know, you've got all that. You act as the manager and players come to you and say, well, oh, I'm not happy boss. And you decide what they do and all that sort of stuff, which is obviously leagues ahead of um, uh, Pez. But, but I fail to believe... I, I've not played the new FIFA, so it's kind of hard to comment. I've played the demo, um, which I need to talk about. Sean, Hello. I think you should buy FIFA this year. Or okay. Or at least... Have you got EA access? I haven't got an Xbox One. Oh, sure. Of course not. <laughs> um, try, try and just borrow a copy of FIFA for a little bit, because you need to play the story mode. Yeah. It's, better, it's better than I even thought it would be, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> there's the demo of it is play the demo please play the demo because it's got a demo of the story mode in it right get this what do you expect from a fifa story mode sure i
1: i I do already know what the the sort of conceit of the the new story mode is where basically you start as a as a kid don't you and some council estate in manchester or something and you yeah you get signed and
4: yeah
0: which is cool so you'd expect cutscenes mm. and a little bit of gameplay and then more cutscenes a little bit of gameplay yeah, yeah, yeah. A, bit, a bit like um uh what was it fight night champion or whatever mm-hmm. no Sean there's choices in dialogue that have effect <laughs> on what things happen it's a telltale game <laughs> literally there's a bit in in the demo there's several bits actually in the demo where you know um obviously you go you come in during his debut of like for Manchester United, his premiership debut, right? So you're quite far into the story, I assume. Um and you're sitting next to what I can assume is a kid that you've worked through the youth system with, right? Mm. Um, and he says something to you just before he goes on the pitch. And you can say something back. But it's either like You've got like a bar where you're either being cool or fiery, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, obviously, you've got to be cool to your teammates, but you've got to be a little bit fiery in front of the boss. Like, right. um, th- th- my favorite thing about the demo is that clearly they haven't got jo- Jose Mourinho's in it because mm-hmm. he's the manage- manager of Manchester United at the moment. Um, they haven't obviously got him to do the voice. So <laughs> the guy that comes in and does the team talk is the assistant manager. It's like some Scottish player comes in and just starts like
2: giving instructions to the players and stuff. Um, I find that so strange yeah, yeah, it's you... about who's on the EA conference. He's clearly heavily linked with the game, but they haven't got it. I mean, do you not think that's just for sort the of demo and actually the real game? He'll... Maybe, maybe, because I mean, he's in it. I think his um, voice, I reckon, so, I he must be, I reckon his voice must be in the full game.
0: But, but, but Matt, there are bits where you'd expect him to say something to the bench, like to call the, um you up to start warming up or whatever, but he doesn't, he just whispers in the assistant manager's <laughs> ear, he comes over and then says, come on, warm up. And I just thought, well surely, <laughs> well, I don't know, that, can that, I can mean, say that. that, that, that happens I mean, surely the
1: issue, surely the issue, well A, the issue is he's a fucking busy man and B,
0: can he act? Presumably not. Well,
4: well no. He's, he's we've done tons do voiceovers stuff,
0: but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, the classic. Give the man an Oscar. Um, well, hang on. I think the
1: only way to settle this is: does he play himself in *Marina* and the special ones?
0: We need to find that out because that question look. come out. We should know that information by now. We, we should have researched. What I'm saying. Is that the the uh, story mode looks genuinely good fun, you know? I, cheesy as it is, and it will be cheesy. And uh, like, there's a bit where you're warming up for your first Premier League game, and the, all the crowd start going, "Who are ya? Who are ya?" Like in that real shit FIFA chanting way, where they have to still be family friendly, but they want to make the crowd aggressive and intimidating. Don't work, but um, uh. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be cheesy as fuck, but I did not expect to be able to choose my dialogue when I'm being interviewed
2: after the game. I've got, uh, you know, I've got high hopes Oh, oh my God, now. you can do that, and can you? Only... So it's a choice between either yeah. like, well, at the end of the day, uh, you know, three points, but, uh, you know, we're a great That's game. It. The, I, mean, I mean, that was literally it. You something could, similar. You can also not revealing anything yeah, about you could the even. Game.
0: You could either talk like a boring football player, or you could add a little of pa- passion in there. But when I said something a little bit dodgy, I got like a thumbs down from the say, manager. Yeah, like, so obviously it keeps track of yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, but I I just hope because after you complete the demo, it's only one game or one bit of a game that you play, and um, and a few of the bits around it. Um, it shows loads of different cutscenes of different points in the guy's career and I'm really hoping it's like 10 hours long. Like, I would love that. I want it to be really fucking long and really, because the problem with Fight Night Champion is that really the story mode was about four hours, four to five hours, which was good, don't get me wrong, I liked it, but I would like a real sort of long, proper effort-filled storyline to this one. I would fucking love it and uh, that's that's the main reason why I would buy FIFA this year because it ain't for the football because Pez is just incredible on the pitch. Like, properly good. Well, I've had so many good games. I have my brother up. You can go on our YouTube channel. I've got a live stream I did with my brother where we played a, a game of Pez. Um, I had him over last week, and we played about five or six games. And he's not played football games for a long time. And even he was like, "That I I need to buy this. This is so good. Um, and it is, man. I, like Once you install... Um, was it DJ Deimos's, uh option file then it's all good because you totally forget about the fact that it's you know got man red in it and man was it man blue stuff like that Seems like that but you you totally overlook all that shit um, and you, you just get back to playing a really really good game of football it's fantastic man you've got to get
2: it you've got yeah, to get yeah, it I want you know it was not for PSVR, but I, I I do need it because I haven't bought a football game in ages. Uh, but th- this, yeah, I th- I played a demo loads actually. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. And um, the other the, the other demo I've been playing this
0: week, which has made me go back to Forza Horizon Two, is Forza Horizon Three, and I noticed that James and Matt, you've been playing yeah. it as well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Cool. What. An incredible game that's going it, it, it to be. It looks absolutely Honestly. stunning.
2: It, it, to me, it's like when you put in GTA uh on your 360, and you can't believe the 360 is still doing it. I know Xbox One isn't as old as the 360 was when GTA came out, but it looks absolutely stunning. It looks amazing. Yeah,
0: that first drive down. I mean, I've played it through three times, and it's the first meaty demo I've played for a long time. Like, I mean, genuinely, there's a lot of content in there. It's worth playing. You've got four or five. You've got two races. um, No, three races if you include the event race, plus free roam. You could play it forever, really, just driving about and stuff. There's no time limit. Um, And then you get a few sort of event things that you can do, a few stunts uh, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, as you say, it looks gorgeous and it feels brilliant to play like like really good um and I, it's just got me so pumped like i I forgot how much I went back to basically Harry was watching me playing the demo and he was obsessed with watching it and I thought well I can't just keep doing the demo because every time you turn it off it loses your progress and you've got to go through the same stuff uh, again which is you know obviously fair enough um, but then you know I've got Falls of Horizon 2 so I downloaded that again um, and I started playing that and thinking oh, I bet this feels really shit now that I've been playing a lot of Falls of Horizon 3 it doesn't it's so good it's such a good game. And that, that series is, I mean, outside of... Trackmania's got its own thing, right? And and it, it, it feels like a completely different game. Like, they don't even compete with one another. And, you know, Drive Club's good, but again, it didn't have that... It, it's not really the same thing. It's about point-to-point racing, or even, even circuit racing, but not, none of the stuff in between. Forza Horizon is probably my favourite racing series at the moment, because, like, I've always wanted... To play a game as good as Burnout Paradise, and although this isn't as arcadey as Burnout Paradise, it doesn't quite fill the gap. I I'm not actually that desperate to get Burnout Paradise back now because Forza Horizon is just fucking phenomenal. Um, everything it does just has so much littered around it for things to do to, uh, it's sights to see for like it's just brilliant. like for example one of the first things you have to do is build your team up right and um like you know the whole driver tar stuff that we all laughed at when the Xbox One was announced mm-hmm. and the Forza launch game for that was you know ah like, oh, driver tar or whatever. It makes such a difference when they're going. You've got to drive a driver. T- you've got to g- get y- gather your team together. There's a driver over here that I've heard is uh, is you know a really good driver. Let's let's go and challenge him to a one on one and try and beat him. And like it said right now, go and find Matt Murray. And then I had to go over and find Matt's driver car and then race against him. All that <laughs> is is someone's name from my friends list above a car. I I still question how relatable it is to his driving and how much information it's pulling from his Xbox. Hmm. I think it's probably just a name above a car, but that's enough to make me think. Yes, come on, Matt, fuck you. And when you're going into going into normal races and seeing all your mates' names up there and stuff, it just. And that is such a simple, stupid idea that hits home so well that it just makes every race just a little bit more personal. You know, usually with these games, they used to make up these names. And, all right, you'd have moments where you'd recognise the name a few times because he crashed into you in a corner and then suddenly you'd hate him. But when you've got your mate's names up there, you hate them even more. It it just means that little bit more. I, This is such a great game for... Microsoft to have like like this is their game. This is their exclusive. It's such a fucking great series to have under their belt, and I I really hope they push this because, um, you know they show it off a lot before it's launched because um man fuck me it's blown me away and it's i I can't wait to get my hands on the final game now this was a game that i wasn't interested in but then going back and playing falls of horizon 2 and remembering how many hours i put into that game and how much i loved it and then playing the demo again and seeing what they've added to it this is going to be special man I'm, i'm fucking buzzing for this game um James, what did you do? You didn't play Fall. Is this your first Forza Horizon game that you played?
3: No, no. I I play Forza Horizon Two a lot. It's um. Oh right, okay. I really loved it. I mean, you see, it's funny because you were talking (laughs) about like Burnout Paradise, and I, I wouldn't say I got a similar vibe from this, but there is like there is a similarity I think here, you know, with that, and it it is exactly what I wanted actually. Because see, I'm not a huge fan of um, racing games that are sort of like sim heavy, like the you know the mainline Forza series. I, I'm not interested in that. I really like like the Project Gotham games and stuff like that, and this really feels like that, and that's why I really liked it. I thought it was great. It's So uh,
0: yeah, yeah. it's it? I mean, with the, the reason why I sort of compare them is I a because obviously they're both open world racers, right? The, you know, you drive around and then join races and stuff like that. It's got like this open world element to it. But but B, it, both of these two get like um. And Need for Speed is also turned into a, an open world racing sort of game. But what it lacks that Burnout Paradise and Falls of Horizon has is that it tries to cram these those two games try and cram as much fun into everything you do as you possibly can. Like when I was playing Need for Speed, it was like, oh and now I'm being chased by a police car and now I've got to try and get away from it. I don't want to do that, but everything I come across in Forza Horizon and Burnout Paradise, I wanted to do, and that makes a huge difference, because it doesn't make getting from, like, instead of um, just, oh, now I've got to drive over to this area of the map to make, to get to this race. Instead, everything's fucking fun. In Forza Horizon, when I'm driving along and suddenly get cut off by someone, all of a sudden I find myself, like, chasing them trying to track them down challenging them to a race or i'll be driving along and someone will go over the radio oh there's a hidden barn over there try and find the barn and the result is you'll get a classic car out of it that stuff was so well done man so like you know i was listening to um you guys listen to that adam buxton podcast yeah yeah Yeah. did you hear him um interview uh michael palin Yes, yep. and when he was talking about how um, Monty Python did their books and their um, uh, and their sketches, mm. like the idea was, if you're in a house, if there was a, they were filming a sketch in a house, and the you know they had all the jokes and the sketch written out, but there was like a blank wall behind the settee they think, well, let's put a joke there. I don't know, let's like frame a picture of a banana or something. You know, just a stupid little visual gag that doesn't need to be there. But where we've got the space, let's try and cram it in. And it was the same with the books. If there was a, you know, half a page left over, let's just whack a fucking weird picture in that'll make people laugh. Mm. That's what falls of horizon feels like to me where it's like okay they've got to get from this point of the map to this point of the map that's probably going to be boring right so let's put speed traps in let's put little challenges in little jumps let's try and cram every bit of space with something to do in falls of horizon and that is properly appreciated because you just constantly feel like you can do stuff and you you constantly get distracted with cool stuff to do makes such a big difference man and that's why i i I never really clicks with these need for speed games because instead of it being crammed with fun it got crammed with stuff that i didn't really want to do um yeah fuck see i was um
1: when they said the demo was up i was like well this is one of those ones that's same day as pc right fucking hell i'll download the pc demo pc demo is not out until after the game's out
0: oh shit really yeah which is a bit
1: annoying um but uh, so but i mean theoretically this might be one of the first ones that we play together pc to console but we'll
4: see
1: i'm well up for it though sounds
0: yeah i mean if you're into your races you absolutely have to play this game i mean i'm
1: uh, yeah i'm sort of i'm on the same page as james i'm I'm into a certain kind of racer and when you know they showed the first trailer for this and it was a ferrari bombing it down a dirt track i was like i'll probably be all right then (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean it's i was a crashing of yeah a ferrari for a beach yeah. today and stuff like that you know it doesn't really matter the only, i mean but, the only
3: um, thing i don't like about it is that whole you know like the horizon festival thing and the whole trying to be really cool thing i, I don't like that so much what do you think oh, about i know that? i love that it's it's, really?
0: it's it's literally just a bunch of dickheads on an island like that's,
3: that's what i mean it's it just a bunch of dickheads and it's kind of annoying it's like they get a bit, yeah, but it
2: kind of plays up to that. Yeah, though, I right? think it's much like more like it's this aware time of around. that. It feels more mm-hmm. knowing. The last one had Sean McGuire in, didn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I do, I, I've ne- that's never really bothered me because I think it is kind of tongue in cheek. I mean, they all know that they're fucking assholes. You're just crashing through fences and stuff like You just kind of think, actually, it's someone's house. What are we doing? <laughs> but you know. Just a bunch of millionaires just getting pissed and driving a car about. It, so do,
2: do, do we know if this game actually does anything substantially different from Forza Horizon Two? I know it's in Australia now, and there's different type, much more varied types of vehicles. But is it again more of the same? Which I'm yeah, not complaining the, about because the second one was amazing.
3: It's got the online co-op and all that kind of stuff as well, which the which Forza Two didn't have.
2: Hmm. What's the online co-op? What do you mean? Where
3: you can you can play through the game like cooperatively with like somebody else. Like you don't have to just play it. In oh, the main or, game. Yeah, you can play the main game with another person.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I wonder how that will work. I hope the online stuff is better because it did let itself down slightly with the online stuff for *Falls of Horizon* 2, Because you know, it had um, something that we've been crying out for ages of these you know silly games that you play on uh, open world races of you know games of it and stuff like that. Um, but the, the levels that they were set on which just made made it completely unplayable the races themselves were fine but the sort of mini games were were, yeah, were i one time you way. and i were
2: playing that thing around i think it's like an air like a uh an air dishes airport or like a you know it's like a, um, a, a runway and we're just chasing the same guy for, for ages and ages in like circles which wasn't that fun but yeah, because it was mainly on a dirt
0: track, right? So everything you did was just... You couldn't really control the car on those roads anyway. So it just kind of felt totally pointless. Um, but then and then they're saying shit this time about... Hey, it's not about winning. You can get just as much XP by just driving well. Just go, well, surely if you're driving well, you, you win. But I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd like to see how they've addressed that stuff. And whether even if it's still win it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, no one selected those game modes in after a while on Forza Horizon 2 people used to skip them and yeah. stuff so uh, we'll see very excited yeah, for that I, game I, I'm now definitely very it.
2: I definitely get it the handling model was brilliant it feels like to me like the Sega races of old just absolutely just, just such 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 a fun racing model and uh, yeah it looks gorgeous I'm definitely definitely going to get this one
0: I mean number 2 had that outrun vibe as well right Um to the point where they even sort of reference it in one of the challenges really Uh yeah, it was what was it? There was um there was a challenge where you drive a red Ferrari across the coast, like some beach coast across across some like winding roads, and uh it was called something like what was the name of that song in the the, the famous soundtrack song from OutRun? Musical coast to Sound Coast. No. <laughs> no, it was something I dunno, it's it, it it had some sort of mad uh, Outrun reference to it. No uh but yeah yeah so they know what they were doing and it's certain they've certainly nailed that if it, it feels like that again um so yeah
2: fucking bang up for that one cool. bang up for it right um matt have you been playing anything i else? have well um myself and Farley have both played through journey this week uh journey is oh, obviously yeah. on playstation plus this month uh, well, what are we gonna do about spoilers because obviously people may be downloading this game now and playing through it now we should probably have spoiler bot even though it's a few years old
0: yeah, okay. We've we not heard from him for a while. Spoiler bot.
1: Hey, Dave. I'm here.
0: Yeah, mate, can you let people know how long to fast forward journey?
1: That'll be exactly ten minutes.
0: Oh. Huh. Polite of you this time? No.
1: Oh. I'm terribly sorry. Did I do something wrong?
0: No, no, just appreciate it. All right, okay, I'll see you soon. Take care, mate.
1: Bye, David. You have a fantastic day.
2: Oh, it's changed no, his I tune, fella. For... Well, wow. um. On well I, I I thought it was an, I thought it was a really really incredible game um yes um I mean I so I basically my knowledge of journey is that Evan4 is a good game but I know nothing and nothing else about it I don't know I, I you know I I knew actually maybe you could play with some other people but that was about as vague as I knew I didn't know what story stories about I didn't know anything about it at all I, I and and I know Pill. I know it's a quite revered game, but I didn't know if everyone thought that, or if it's quite divisive, or what. But yeah, from from the you know, the hour and twenty minutes it took me to get through it, I I thought it was incredible from start to finish. Really. Um, well, what 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 what, uh, what do you think, James? Just before we get into it, um, I kind
3: I kind of agree because I did I did really really enjoy it. I wouldn't say incredible. I thought it was really good, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far.
2: Okay. Um, I mean, what 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 didn't you like about it, or what what what, what I mean,
3: no, no, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing I didn't like about it. It's just, I thought it was a good game, but I I thought it was visually beautiful. I really love the music, but like, if you look, okay, as an experience, it totally works. But as a game, it's you know, it's the game mechanics hardly like complicated or anything. It was it was a good experience, but. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was like the whole overall like incredible. Yeah, yeah. for me, it See, was I, all about the experience
2: uh, and mm-hmm. that was what was incredible about it.
1: Yeah, like I, the stuff that that game company does like gets held up as like, yeah, you know, sort of in this whole art game category, whatever that even means. Um, like I don't feel like, you know, between this and Flower, I don't feel like either has some deep cryptic
0: meaning behind it i just know no, no, that, both games are totally on the nose aren't yeah, they yeah
1: like yeah flower's like oh the environment in it and journey's like oh everything's sort of cyclical in it and <laughs> that's kind of it um but yeah just uh you know as an experience i playing through them i definitely felt things and enjoyed myself mm. and you know yeah. to, to a much greater extent than i would normally be used to um so yeah, yeah. Great.
3: I, I see. I totally agree with that. It's just I don't know. I just don't like the hyperbole like attached to all this. It's it's um. I mm. know. I I did really really enjoy it, and I did have. A, I mean, I want to play through it again because it's um. It's it's certainly interesting. It's you know it's a very good game, but I don't know I just don't like all the sort of this hyperbole that's attached to it.
2: Yeah, for for me, the the game felt very much about loss. I, I, I'm sure there's probably loads of theories about what the game's about, about life or this and other, but it felt like it's just a lot of loss. <laughs> you know, you're, you're playing mm-hmm. with you know, different people, different, you know, player controlled, uh, uh, companions throughout the game. And I think in the end, I think I had about eight or nine, uh, in mind, I'm not sure how many of you had James, but, uh, I had about eight or nine p- different people that I played with. And it felt like, you know, I, I was playing with someone. I got, to, I felt like I got to know them, maybe how they were controlling yes. their, controlling their character. How do, they if they're keeping close to me or going quite far away or going off doing a running thing. And, I I felt very much like, uh, yeah, it it I, it had it gave me so many so many feelings and emotions. It's really weird but amazing. Yeah, it felt like loss every time that they were gone. I had like a new a new person to play with, and it also felt very clear that there were different people. Like I, I I even before the end, I knew I played like at least seven different people just because of the way these characters were being controlled. It, I could instantly tell it was someone mm. different. That's that's really funny because I couldn't. And I, I genuinely
0: thought that I'd done the whole game with this one other person, and um, and then when the credits rolled at the end, and it was like four different people, I was like, "What?
4: What? How? When?"
3: Yes. <laughs> I see, I had four different people as well, and maybe this is the reason why I did it a bit differently because the four people I met were dicks, like mostly. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, that, that's absolutely wise.
4: No, <laughs> it's rude. No,
3: because the thing is, is like one guy was just hammering the communicate button constantly, like which. Oh, that would have been me. That that kind of got a bit annoying. Another one didn't want to go any further and was just, like, wandering around mm. in this area but, like, didn't want to go on, like to, the, like, to the next bit. Another one just sat there and did nothing and, like, was just, you know, like, occasionally moving a bit and then just sat there and did nothing. I didn't feel like I had really much of a connection with these people because it didn't really feel like they were playing the, the same game as me at all. And, yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons of why shame. I didn't have, like, a transformative mm. experience playing this because... Yeah, I, I didn't feel like I was because I've heard about this, you know, this whole aspect of like you know this sort of cooperative playing. You don't, you can't really communicate with people while you're playing, but you kind of do, you know, through the playstyle mm. that you've got. But these people, I didn't I didn't feel that at all. I just felt like they're not interested in actually playing this game at all. They're just like dicking around, and yeah, it didn't feel so yeah, fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, for me, I. I... You know, I, I I guess I was lucky. I had everyone who I played with seemed to want to play at the same of pace. At times, we both stopped and looked at the surroundings. At times, we were just like running around, and then other times we were both sort of you know going towards the exit, as it were. Yeah, I could really distinctively you know work out there were different felt like there were different people. They, at one point um, when it felt like it was quite an underwater area, one guy was playing with he sort of ran on ahead a, bit, a little bit too far, but that, apart from that, everyone sort of yeah i had played very much the same style and the same pace as myself but yeah i felt mm. um th- there was one early bit where you're you're trying to build the huge bridge and you go over to the various yeah. structures in the sand and you sort of um you know press the action button over them and then all that lo- what looks like tickets fly out um and it eventually mm. builds a bridge uh, for, for, for that um when i was doing that around that map i was like i kept looking around for the other person that was like i was protecting like a younger sibling um i guess that's pretty yeah. like a personal thing for me but i was always like looking around to make sure they were they didn't go too far or make sure i always knew where they were i mean i didn't have to i could have just like you know done, done the, bridge, the bridge building on my own um but i don't know i felt like i was i was there to look after them or or whatever um which i say i found that quite weird yeah graphically it, it looks it looks fantastic of course and yeah m- musically it's it's really beautiful but um yeah i felt like quite a sad game for me it, it just felt like there's a lot of loss but um I thought it's fantastic. I wouldn't say transformative, but it was a really, really memorable experience, and yeah, I'm glad I got to play it.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. I like because I kind of sit on the side of um, what what James is saying. To be honest with you, I think maybe it has been overhyped a little bit too much but then maybe at the same time i think well stop being a dick i just <laughs> enjoy it for what it was because it was a, like i still enjoyed it i still very much enjoyed it but i remember getting to the end and going well it's all right <laughs> um i don't know maybe i should go back and play it again because now it's outside of that overhyped mode you know what i mean and uh, maybe i can have a more sort of considered appreciation for what it does rather than not for what you know what it is or what what it wasn't I don't know maybe maybe it just didn't live up to the hype at the time and and maybe going back to it's the better thing to do uh with part of me I was know.
3: kind of hoping you know there's the bit like when you collapse on the mountain you know like a, yeah. Yeah, yeah like towards the end i was kind of hoping that was going to be it to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> In, like because no, I was, I was kind of hoping because I was just thinking, you know, if if because this is like a commentary on like on life as a mm-hmm. you know life, life in general. It's like you know that would have been like a it could have been an interesting way to end it. It's kind of like you've gone so, you, through so this, basically you,
1: know, you wanted the message to be like, look, it's about life in general, and the, the verdict is never try. It's futile.
3: Just yeah, <laughs> it's it's generally just futile because you know you ultimately you, you put in all this effort, you've tried to work with other people, it hasn't worked out, and you've died. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been an interesting message, but then obviously, you know, they they're not going for that. again. game, and, that, and that's why mm. I mean, the story side of that, I appreciated that. You know, the whole idea of it, you know, it being life, and it is about the journey rather than the destination. It's um, mm.
0: yeah. It's Hold on, can we can we just clear something up because I'm not remembering things correctly? You know, when he claps on the mountain, yeah. What happens after that?
1: You get a vision of the the main big bird lady god, whatever she is and basically she powers you the fuck up and then you like, I mean, this is one bit where you, your interpretation of it could vary because you then get transported into what could be heaven. Mm. Um, Cause you sort of basically like blast off into the sky, don't you? And then suddenly everything's colorful and beautiful again. And you're like totally revived. So it is a bit like, have I just been rejuvenated by the gods in order to complete this journey? Or have I just died on the mountain and now I'm flying through the afterlife?
0: Yeah. Um, this is weird, because in my head, it just ends when you collapse on a mountain. Oh, fuck.
1: No, it totally doesn't. Like, the, that last bit is probably, like, the best bit as well. Yeah. It, it, I, mean, you know, I
3: it's, a, a... it's amazing, that bit, actually, like, after it happens, yeah. you know, sort of, like, going yeah. through. And it's like, you know, you can fly as much as you want, and, yeah, it looks really cool.
0: I mean, yeah. it was a long time ago, so maybe maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly. Hmm. I'll, um, I'm gonna have to watch, go and watch the ending now to make sure that I haven't just <laughs> like, I, like I'm worried that past David saw the guy collapse on the mountain, walked up to his PS3, oh. turned it off, and went. Well, that's that. What a game! <laughs> um, but no,
1: it's interesting what you're saying about some players being really unhelpful because um, I guess yeah, because there's, there's been an influx of new people. I suppose like I mean, obviously this isn't a defence um in any way mm-hmm. but like yeah if you give it like two three months it'll sort of it'll filter it down again and you'll only get the really helpful people who just like you start the game and they're just like it's a secret over here hello like <laughs> and they just show you where all the hidden stuff is um and like you can tell like if you get um if you see another player and they've got a white robe instead of the red one that means they've That's got right. all the trophies um, and it basically means they're definitely only there to help other people out um so that like sometimes you see a, a white robed um player and it's like fucking yes. Secrets. <laughs> um so that's pretty cool. But yeah, like obviously that is a bit of an issue that um because it's just gone to PS plus, there'd just be loads of dickheads ads playing it and not really getting it. The um the one you mentioned, James, who was just sitting on the ground. Mm. Um it's possible they were trying to get a trophy because there's a trophy for I can't remember if it's just if you do it or if everyone does it, but basically you just sit down for like thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Um. and there's a this trophy for that
4: it's possible that he was
1: sitting on the ground like fucking come on James sit on the ground and both get
0: the trophy and then we can fuck off maybe it's Capone Adam and he was thinking <laughs> well if I sit on the ground for an hour let's see what I get for that
4: yeah. it's just you know it's I'll one of those interesting the things it's
1: like, um, it's like Ornstein and Smuff um, in that you know because you get different rewards based on which one you kill first sorry so, what? You know, Ornstein and Smough. Smough, however you pronounce it. In Dark Souls.
0: Are you... What? Are you joking? What? Is it, isn't it common knowledge that it's Ornstein and Smough?
1: Smough, so I've heard both. I don't, I don't know. Really smough. 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 You're yeah.
0: like Mr. Dark Souls.
1: Smough. Yeah, like I said, I've, I've heard both. I don't really care. <laughs>
0: smough, so smough depending on So
1: depending on which one you kill first, you get a different item at the end. So you get people are like, oh, I fucking, I summoned two guys and then we started the fight and they just fucking stood there. It's because they're waiting to see which character you attack first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know that. which item you're going for. And then, yeah. And it's just one of those things where there's there's sort of a little, there's a little code to it. But if you don't know it, you're just like, what the fuck are they doing?
2: Um, yeah. I haven't played it's any of, a, just
3: reminded a, me of a, that a game battle. company.
2: Sorry, James. No, you, you remind <laughs> me of
3: that battle. I'm getting excited thinking about it. <laughs> I, want
0: to, I want to. play that again. <laughs> Matt, Matt, where did you get, get up to? Well, I know you. We, we'll come back to what you were going to say before. But where did you get up to? Um, with Dark cells in the end. I, I can't remember. I
2: got past that boss. It took me like years to do, and I just got to a, a cathedral. I think it was wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't oh, far wow. off that. But I don't know. Okay. I'll go back to
4: it. But, uh, I wanted I, I to, I was when when to, they to did play the remaster
2: Dark Calls, but then I, I stopped <laughs> and James <laughs> went went way way too fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I, I, what I was about to say was I haven't played any of that company, that, that, that game company games so I I, I presume hmm. they're all available on PS4 or? I th- I think yeah, I got Flower as Flow well. is yeah, yeah um, Flo Flow is definitely
3: I, worth a look yeah, I bought Flo? both of them yeah, Flow's
1: uh, on there is, as well.
4: well
0: yeah, but is that worth a look? I thought that was um, just like a basically an interactive screensaver.
1: Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, Flow is worth a look. Flow Flow oh, right, is yeah. is cool, but yeah i maybe wouldn't spend money on it in 2016 um flows just interesting in the way it just sort of like it's really simple but it builds it's just this game that like has really sort of strange rules to it and you learn them just cuz it has this sort of this really sort of consistent like audiovisual language to it and you just sort of learn to read it just based off shapes and noises and stuff and it's it's kind of interesting on that level but yeah i mean you can play it for 20 minutes and you've pretty much seen everything, but Flower's wicked. Flower's really good.
0: Oh, Flower's fantastic. Like, it's a genuinely really beautiful game. Yeah, yeah. Really, like, really good. And that that was the, if you remember way back when, is when we were getting my dad to review computer games, Um, that was the biggest surprise of the lot, when he played Flower and just went, it was really good, I liked it. <laughs> I just thought, what? Bad? Really? <laughs> I thought you could have just, like, say how stupid it is that you're controlling the wind. Like, because you don't <laughs> Did you know that about the game,
2: Matt? Yeah, I I remember remember that. I I, I actually remember, I'm not sure if there's a demo, but I remember playing a bit of something along those lines, but um, didn't play the full game. Yeah, you just
0: controlled the wind. But, I mean, I would happily go back and play Flower again. That Mm. game is incredible. In fact, I played it through about three or four times. Yeah. yeah. Um, And as I say, I I preferred it to Journey, actually. Um, Mainly because, I I guess, because it felt so different. Like, it really does feel completely unique, that game. Um, yeah it's a special game I, re- I really really enjoyed it I remember I remember playing it because I think Joe was ill we, we'd just moved in together I think and uh, Joe was ill one morning and I woke up about 6 o'clock because she was coughing and stuff uh, but she weren't about to get out of bed so I remember turning it on in the morning and, and just playing it from start to finish all the way through and just thinking fuck like it really <laughs> affected me um, not in a not in the way that it wanted to like mm. it didn't, like, oh, the environment, uh, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't do anything like that. It was just that sense of freedom and mm. just the visuals were just absolutely stunning. I think
1: it's at- level, I think it's the second level in Flower where, you know, like there's those different colors and you sort of paint the grass. Yeah, Like yeah, for yeah. no other reason other than it's quite fun. And yeah, like I, I used to just load that up and just hang around there for like 20 minutes and just fly yeah, around. And, and,
0: the, and the levels where you had slightly longer grass, I mean, it sounds so boring to explain, but the slightly longer grass one and then the neon orbs one, uh, you know, it was just really, really good. Even that first level is just completely stunning where it mm-hmm. just looks like, you know, the Windows XP Hills desktop yeah. <laughs> wallpaper. But uh but like when you nail going round a tree perfectly and collect the whole circle of flowers and stuff yeah. and then the tree just like blossoms, out. it's just really fucking good, Matt. I would yeah, definitely I get that. that.
2: Um I also got a bit of a nights a night's vibe from Journey mm-hmm. at times. Um yeah yeah, yeah I, i'm not sure i mean it, there wasn't a lot of that fly stuff but what there was it felt quite nights like and i love nights on on the sand. um i know this is also this is like a this is a classic matt murray uh thing to say but i thought man if this game was in vr that, that would probably be too much for me it would be <laughs> <probably> too <laughs> overwhelming i just think yeah it was pretty it hit me pretty hard it's pretty overwhelming anyway just all the things it was doing but if, if that was in vr and i could just look around and film even more part of that world it'll be it'll mm. be another level so um Anyway, that's yeah, that's yeah, classic Matt Murray yeah. thing to say, but there it is. Um, I will yeah, call you, anything? No, no okay, on,
1: sorry. sorry. I was going to say, if you if you if you enjoyed Journey that much, um, definitely check out Abzu at some point. Not oh, yeah. necessarily straight away, because you will just be like, this is a not a knockoff, but they obviously it's a it's a new team with some of the same team members as made Journey, and you can tell. Um, like you can totally tell but yeah if if you enjoy journey you will you will enjoy is that
2: also a short game it is yeah it's
1: basically the same thing but underwater and without the multiplayer stuff
0: oh that's a shame I was that that was going to be my next question mm. as he got the multiplayer stuff yeah. it would have been pretty cool to see someone else just like swimming next to you and stuff but... yeah but I guess they figured that would be too obvious a and also probably idea. too expensive and to that- do yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got another game that's uh, on the
2: list but I also played uh, Rocket League Rumble Mode, uh, the new update yeah. um, where it brings in power-ups uh, power and, and things, which is, I think, what a lot of people thought Rocket League was anyway. I thought that maybe when it first came out, people assumed it was just uh, sort of a Mario Kart style game with power-ups, but uh, it wasn't um, and Rocket League is incredible, as we all know, but yeah, Rumble Mode, I've only played it for one night um, and I must have played like five to ten games or so uh, but it's really, really, really fun I had a great time. I mean, it, I, it, it, I, we were happy to sort of go back to regular Rocket league after a while because it's it's pretty frantic. But um, we, 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 we had definitely had a quite, quite a lot of laughs. Like playing, you get things like a um, like a harpoon to to fire at the at the ball to to bring the ball to you. You can get a giant boot to like kick the ball really far. You get like a a boxing glove to punch other players out of the way. Um, you can perform some incredible, incredible saves. Like someone might have shot the ball towards the goal, and uh, and then you can harp and then. You as the opposition would harpoon it out of you know it's going towards a goal it's almost certainly a goal you harpoon it it brings it back to you it's uh yeah the the power ups so uh, they're, they're all randomised and and it's basically just on a timer so you don't have to run around um and collect all boxes Mario Kart style you just basically so what happens what you just get yeah, a timer yeah, so then and then you have a suddenly you have a ten second, you yeah, have 10 a second counter random um, and every ten seconds you get a new power up and it's basically there's not even a lot of you aim just as much as as you're steering steering the um you you're obviously steering the the vehicle, and then you have a crosshair appear on screen for certain weapons, and you just press one of the one of the buttons, and it fires it or does whatever it does. But um, you can also freeze the ball, so there's something, you yeah, know, um, a crosshair appear and you will just freeze the ball and something that be frozen above above the arena. Uh, but then you can also harpoon yourself to the frozen ball, so like when it unfreezes, you're there. And there's a you also get a um. Uh, a sp- uh, basically loads of spikes as a power up, and that means basically the, the ball sticks to you, and you can actually like grab, you know, get, get the spike power up, get the ball, and basically dribble around people. It's really really fun. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty manic, and it's it's obviously much much more random than a a regular Rocket, Rocket League game is because all the power ups are randomised and it totally changes it totally changes the game. But i definitely recommend anyone playing it. Uh, I would recommend anyone to play. It. It's uh, it's really really hilariously funny actually at, at times. Can I confess something, Matt? Go
0: on. When you text me about this, um, I don't know why, and this just shows me up more than anything (laughs) else. Uh, I made me angry when you were like, actually, going back to normal Rocket League just felt a bit like slow and. It definitely is though. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is it, right? Because I haven't played Rumble Mode yet, but when you (laughs) when you sent that, I was like gonna reply. Oh don't be fucking stupid. And then I just thought, hold on, I've not played it. How can I even come? I think because I'm at that point where I love Rocket League so much that I'd be furious if even people said that game modes in Rocket League was better than Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> I basically I'm saying but I'm no mental. you should definitely try
2: it. Um well, or anyone listening to this should try, but yeah, Dave, we should definitely play it. It's yeah, like, hilariously I'm funny concerned. to see how these power-ups can affect a, a near-certain goal and you like freeze it on the line or you get the harpoon and harpoon it away. And yeah, it's, it's really, really funny.
0: I am bang up for that. That's no uh, <laughs> do doubt. It. What's the deal with... Because uh,
1: I've, I've downloaded Rocket League again because, as I say, not a lot of money and I've already got it. So why don't I play it more? Because <laughs> you know, it's not like it's one of those games that like, you know, it was a good multiplayer game, and then it sort of fizzled out. Like, no, everyone still fucking plays it, because yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with the DLC? Because I loaded it up expecting it to be like, right, you don't own any of these packs, so basically you're a fucking poor prick. It's
0: all completely free. I
1: is, think Is that the... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, one thing cool. they've done in this, in this latest DLC or patch, or whatever they've done, is they've introduced, uh, because it's a video game in 2016, they've introduced uh, keys and chests and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. So, yeah, you basically, that's you can get chests. I, I, okay, in one of be... I know it's definitely keys, and I'm not sure. The other one might be... It's basically like loot crate. I mean, it might be crates and, and keys, whatever. Basically, you can earn crates after matches, but to open, you've got to pay money to get the keys. Um which is a bit, a bit tight, but also I didn't really feel like I was missing out on anything by not you know, opening the, the the crate. But, uh, yeah, that's a new thing they've done now. So you mm. can, you can pay money to buy the keys to open the crates and get wicked power, get, you know, I guess get like skins and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's a new thing they've added.
0: Yeah, not for no. me, but fair enough. If they yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. more I, I money, then I think they said, I think they said, so like, be they've it. got
2: 20 million people have downloaded it or 20 million players, but, uh, yeah, it's not absolute phenomenal, isn't it? Considering it's just another PS Plus game, it's like oh yeah, it's football, but it's in cars. It's yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the all-time greats, I think.
0: Well, I was saying, but like I said to um, I said to Sean last week, didn't I? It, what's even more incredible is when you think about like it's it's not even the first game in the series. This game came out in pretty much the same form mm. for the PS3, and uh, no one noticed it. But it really was. I mean, they owe, owe a lot to it coming out on PS Plus. I think uh, what a massive hit that, that that made it because everyone just thought, yeah, cars playing football. That's that's something I'll try out on PS Plus, and uh, and then all of a sudden everyone realised, no, this is the best. Sort of, this is. The best, I don't know how to describe these games. We used to call them Xbox Live games, didn't we? The Xbox <laughs> Live Arcade games. But is the best sort of game like that that we've had that we've had for fucking years. Mm. So um, yeah, good good game, good game. Um, Farley, what have you been playing?
3: I've only got one other, which was Resident Evil Seven, the demo. Uh, so anyone... a, the,
0: this was the second demo they released,
2: right? Because they released... One, it's, not it's second demo, is it? They updated I, I the... guess if you've played yeah. it in the last few days, yeah.
0: What have they... Well, they've, they released the demo and then updated the... Yeah, they've the... added
2: an extra room or two and and some more things which make it even more random. Like famously... In the first version of the demo, people found a finger. There a finger, Yeah, which didn't, finger, know, what to, right? didn't yeah. know what to do with. Um, I haven't read a lot of details about this, but from what I gather, there are other items, which also don't make sense. Um, and there's another room. Um, but yeah, I, I totally forgot I, I, I totally forgot this was out, because in my mind, this was just like a VR thing, because this was announced with VR. I just totally forgot that I could download the 2D version, the, the, you know, the regular 3D version. But um, anyway, Farley. The, two, you know the I mean? 2D version? <laughs> Everything's 2D or VR now. <laughs> The yeah. Top
0: down version of uh,
3: Resident Evil. Anyway,
2: James, what, what up?
3: So does it does it change then each time you play it or something? What's yeah,
2: the deal? No, I think they they just
3: updated it after oh, to- about...
2: after Tokyo Game Show and they added a, an extra room or some other bit. So it doesn't change. No, it's the same demo. Okay,
3: because they called it. I mean, it's called the first hour, but it's really not an hour. It's only about twenty minutes, I think, or twenty five minutes. It's you not must very been long. Furious.
2: You should, you should get a refund.
0: Sitting there with his stopwatch.
3: I did, I wanted to get my um, yeah, the money back I'd spent on the download. Yeah, but, um yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, well no, what do you think?
3: Have you have you actually played it at all, um, Matt?
2: No, I, I I downloaded it but I'm I haven't I'm too scared. No, I haven't I haven't had the time yet. I will do, but I'm also... PT shit me up, um, and I I can only survive four (laughs) laps of the PT house. She didn't quite get to the bit where where she's above you, and no, I couldn't do that. Um, But I hear this is less scary, but just more like, you know, uh, uh, scares and stuff, you know.
3: See, I don't know, because it's difficult to talk about this without just saying what everyone else has already said about it, because, I mean, I, I played PT briefly at David's and I did find it quite terrifying. It's it's quite scary. And at the beginning of this, it, it really feels like they're trying to build the same kind of vibe, but then it's it's really kind of not. I mean, I did find the first 20 minutes or so to be quite scary, actually. I was quite scared, but then they kind of blow it, really. And then it, it suddenly feels like a game. Like, it really feels like a how, game.
0: How is it blown?
3: Would you want me to... Can I spoil it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah have got it. It's a so demo, can... mate. You can spoil, spoil the demo, yeah. <laughs> No, there's this. Well, there's this bit where I mean, you're you're sort of being guided around the house, and sort of strange things are happening, and then you go to this point where you're supposed to go down into the basement, and you're following like this. You know, there's there's a guy down there who has gone missing, and then you suddenly see him, and he's got his face to the wall, and initially this is thinking, yeah, this is actually quite scary, not not very nice. But then you go up to him, and you sort of your character pulls him back, and then you see all his face has been like sort of mashed up and sort of disfigured, but. It looks, but I think that like, they play I think they play out music or something, and it's it really kind of takes it out of it, feeling like it's real. It really feels like suddenly you're playing a game it's um yeah, and uh, that kind of sport it really for me
0: how does that make it feel like it's playing sorry, I'm just trying to fully get out of you what what, what okay, was the killer you know, for you want
3: man well no, think about okay in p t why did you feel scared from that what what made you feel scared?
0: Uh, well, maybe for, I suppose it's that feeling of being watched, and and that that thing could be there at any, it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a haunting image like that of that woman in the white dress. Exactly. Like one of the worst was when she was just standing there under the light in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Uh, not in the middle of nowhere, but just like halfway down the hall. That was a horrific image. Mm-hmm. It scared the shit out of me.
3: But this, you see, and the trouble is, is this, like, reveal of this guy doesn't feel at all haunting at all. It, like, suddenly feels like... It just... Prior to that, it feels like they're going for the same kind of thing, whereby, you know, sort of, maybe you'll see things from the corner of your eye and things like that, which was a bit like how it felt when I played P.T. But with this, suddenly, you know, you, like, grab this guy, and then he's, like, they play this sort of sound, and it's kind of like, I don't know, it just... just, it really takes you out of feeling like you're. Sort <laughs> What's the little of
0: sound? Wow! Nah, it might as
3: well <laughs> have been. It might as well have been. It was. It was. It wasn't as bad as that, but it's. It's still. Suddenly, you feel like you're playing a game, and you're not really part of an experience that you're having. If you sort of I mean.
2: Right. Yeah. 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 I, I I saw that there's um a part of the demo where someone's just facing a wall, and that's a blatant sort of Blair Witch reference, and uh, yeah. That uh, that that game was made, oh, that was so Blair Witch almost almost killed me. Frankly, I was um, watching it um, in my in my room on my PC with my headphones on in the dark, and that thing happened at the end. And oh god, I I, I still think about that a lot. So um, I'm not quite sure I can handle even a, 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 a computer game image of someone facing the opposite corner too much. See that that, that that film that film didn't
0: get me as much as um we we had to watch the Japanese version. Oh of yeah, 3. I, I love that. No. Uh, Oh my God! I could not look at static on the tele uh, the television yeah. for about a week I remember week after
2: and I, that. <laughs> had to, I had to sleep with the light on, which is and I was nineteen. <laughs> but um,
3: <laughs> it don't but with, you see, yeah. with this they they show you too we much. You didn't have with to this. worry about
0: upsetting the upsetting the woman sharing your bed, did you? She mm-hmm. was she no, she was there at night. <laughs> oh, any night, <laughs> non-existent. Uh, sorry, James.
3: Yeah, yeah. With this, they show too much. Is the problem? Like you know, it's it, it's. Like I said, the reveal when you like pull this guy back, they show too much, and it makes it feel less like a sort of um, you know, sort of Yeah, I experience. mean, it's that
0: classic, classic thing that uh, American horror films did too much, wasn't it? It's you're you're showing the monster too early. You you know, the, you, the fear didn't come from what the monster looked like;
2: it was from not knowing what well, the monster looked like. What was that like, horror you know film where it was set in? It was uh, basically, I think, it was around Scarecrow or. Uh, And basically... Batman? Batman? Scarecrow.
4: No. Scarecrow in that. It's it's like
2: some big monster, and basically it turned out to be a giant scarecrow. But that was a really amazing (laughs) I like how Sean confirmed that. that. (laughs) I like how
0: (laughs) Sean confirmed that. I'm the nerd here. There is (laughs) a scarecrow in there. Uh, I've uh, I've consulted
1: (laughs) uh, the archive, and yes, that's correct. There was a (laughs) Batman game... (laughs) The character called yeah. Scarecrow, not the Scarecrow or well, a Scarecrow, but Scarecrow proper, noun, capital S, Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Continue. I can't Sorry remember, that. I remember what? the that.
2: Um, I remember the film being really, really good until it actually saw the monster, and it's like this is an absolute joke. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, but I, I, in terms of Resident Evil, I've also they've also revealed more stuff post TGS, and they've shown a bit more of a trailer, and it you know you see but you see basically in this new video a family you know you're basically sat at this table suddenly you know the, the, the trailer starts you're sat at this table when there's like a weird potentially inbred family eating meat at a table so it feels like it's much more about this family than this original sort of demo teaser um showcase so it's gonna be interesting to well, see no, what they, it's like
3: they they bring that in at the end though because like at the end you like escape from the house and then this guy like grabs you and says welcome to the family Oh, and, that, wow, okay. and that is the other thing that sort of felt a bit like uh, okay. Didn't like
0: that. Right. So are you not interested in Resident Evil then? Has this demo done nothing for you?
3: No, I I did enjoy it and actually it made me more interested than I would have been before because I uh, in uh, Resident Evil 5 and 6 were not good games, like in my opinion at all. That and 5 this was just does right. look interesting. It wasn't, it was terrible. It it's was also okay. five was just, just no five was awful. Five okay. It was terrible, it just stack and it was also you four. had to. I know, and you also had to keep hammering it. Like it went completely over the top on the QTEs. It was and like it by the end of it, I thought your thumbs were going to fall off. It was awful. Punching the boulder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> there
0: was that, and the fact that it tried to force the co-op stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was unnecessary. should have been. And it was, just, and it was when you were playing alone. It was just so bad. Like the 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 AI for the your um. Companion in that was just absolutely shocking. Uh, you
1: see, to be yeah, to to be fair, I managed to play the whole thing in co-op, so yeah, maybe
3: that, that probably made it I, a lot better. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that was the one with all the racism
0: allegations as well, wasn't it? It was. Well, you say all the racism allegations. Yeah. You just mind in Guy Crowl, right? <laughs> yeah. He was the only one that seemed to get genuinely upset by oh, yeah. that stuff.
2: Remember him? Uh, What's he doing now? He works for Hit Detection there, like a games consultancy company.
1: Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Bang! That's a knowledge right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've checked with the uh, archives, and <laughs> right, okay, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. We should probably do uh, a, just a few questions and then go because we're running late again. And do you know what makes me laugh is that again, this was another week where we went, oh, we haven't really got much to talk about, have we? <laughs>
1: now look at us.
0: Now look at us. We never the PSVR learn. Our special will so be sixteen hours long. Basically, <laughs> James, it's your uh, time to shine.
3: Okay, so we've got emails first. If you want to email us, it's thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. As Alex did, he said, All right, lads. First off, thanks for the hiccup advice. Worked a treat the first time I tried it. The second time wasn't so yeah. successful. It stopped my hiccups, all right, but it also brought up the food that gave me the hiccups in the first place, all over my desk ah. and keyboard at work. As I reached them, <laughs> no. yeah, as I reached some tissues. As I reached the tissues to wipe it up, my elbow got caught in my mouse wire and pulled my full can of Sprite Zero all over my lap. This was five minutes before a girl I was interviewing for a job arrived, and so I carried out the interview with soaking wet trousers and a keyboard, which, to be blunt, smelled of sick. Fortunately, she was too polite to comment, although completely unsuitable for the job she was applying for. So anyway... She was had-
0: rubbish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so anyway If you had to assume The persona Of a video game character Whilst you interviewed A potential candidate For a job
0: Who would you be And why Cheers all from Alex um, Firstly Do you reckon
2: That story is legit It's not I'll be um, honest right. No
0: But yeah, it's in it's, so it's, much detail
2: Yeah but that's it's a, a Classic, good, classic a thing about If you're lying You put way too much Detail into it that's Yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> Okay Shouldn't have said Sprite God, Zero if, Should have said If Derek can Or something like that
0: No, that would be even more suspicious. So I knocked over my (laughs) generic can of fizzy pop. yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, so who would what? what, Who would be the best person? What what would you say if we could? I don't know. When you're interviewing someone
1: else, yeah, who would who would you be? The
0: dude from La Noire, right? That's yes, the best answer.
1: Yeah, the way I played that game, he was fucking shit at interviewing people.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, so. He yeah, was exactly. amazing.
3: It was, like, it was either really angry or just really coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm interested in the job. You killed her, didn't you? You fuck. <laughs> didn't he say something about gas chambers at one point as well?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Really, really weird character.
3: That was a guy with so many problems. It, was, uh, yeah, it, it really was.
0: was. Shame. Yeah, people still defended it at the time. Still do now. People are...
1: People insist there's nothing wrong with that whole interrogation. There's there's a lot wrong with it. A lot. Make any fucking sense half the time.
0: Okay, can anyone think of a better answer than that? No. No. Um, no, Natalia from Goldeneye? Can anyone think of a better answer than that?
2: (laughs) Robbie Coltrane's character from Goldeneye? Next Next question.
3: Sonic or whatever.
1: Hang on a a minute. Robbie Coltrane's character from Goldeneye is not Taggart
2: right? Oh, so okay, then Then I, was in, I I take that answer back. <laughs>
0: That's been up. No. I'm not going to do it. Next question.
3: A question for David and Matt. Uh, will we ever see a return of the classic Me, You and Him? I miss hearing about Capone's red light Distinct Adventures in Amsterdam, his poor choice of wrapping paper for Christmas presents, and inability to understand how Bop It works. That's from Richard I'm Birkhead. almost
0: sure that, Cap- that Capone Adam will cringe when he hears that. <laughs> um... <laughs> He's grown up now, isn't he? And he doesn't want to be hanging around us. That's made quite clear. <laughs> uh, which is a shame because I'd love to do another Me, You and Him. I think our last Me, You and Him we did, Matt, was the best one we've ever done.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've all grown up. We can't really say those sort of things anymore. Um, but I would love to record another one yeah. <laughs> to see what it sounds like. We, a 2016 so version we, of that, that podcast would not go down well.
0: We said a lot of very disgraceful things in that (laughs) podcast and oh my god have you listened back to um, Big Bother at any point Jesus Christ oh I I tried but I was cringing my face (laughs) off yeah no it's mental available on iTunes now (laughs) so yeah not that's not happening I'm afraid (laughs) we would like
2: to but Capone would not Adam if you're listening get in touch he's listening he's listening
3: Hey lads, uh, with Mafia 3 only a few weeks away, it got me thinking about its predecessor. Six years have passed since the release of Mafia 2, and at the time, reviewers uh, compared it negatively to GTA 4, complaining about the lack of side content and the feeling that the world was empty. Is history going to repeat itself? Will we see the same negative comparisons made between Mafia 3 and GTA 5?
0: Um, no, the, um, I'd hope not. I mean, I don't remember seeing that stuff, to be honest with you. I didn't see people comparing those two games. I think it was understood that... that um, I saw a few comments saying it didn't need to be open world, and I kind of get that, but at the same time, it didn't really bother me. It didn't, it didn't really feel like an open world game, Mafia 2. Um, it was more of a story game, but suddenly you could just drive about places. Going back to L.A. Noire, it's the same as that, really. L.A. Noire was te- technically an open world game, didn't need that need to be and it didn't really feel like one mm. um, but Mafia 2 was it was kind of stories it, it set around an open world rather than an actual open world where you could just go out and do weird shit like side missions and stuff like that um, I hope not and when you look at all the trailers it, it's so focused on the story there that it doesn't really hint at the fact that there's going to be a lot to do outside of that story um, so yeah
3: he, he goes on to say like what What do you think it needs to have to set it apart from everything else, like as an open-world game?
0: I I, I mean, I don't think it needs to. I think it as an open-world game, I don't think it needs to do anything to be an open-world game. As long as the place is half-decent to explore, and it has a story as good as Mafia 2, then I'm on board. Um and everything, every trailer I see gets me more excited. It just looks so fucking cool, that game. Um, Yeah, so I'm, you know, obviously bang up for it.
1: I mean, the, the impression I got, I never played Matthew 2 properly, and I know you're a, a big fan, Dave, but I, from what I saw, and I think I played the demo and stuff, is I just felt it had a bit of class that GTA hasn't had for a while. Um, like, How do you mean? Just in the, like, it actually attempted to have, you know, Likable characters, and <laughs> whereas G- like GTA Five, especially, I mean, I, I quite liked Nico Balik, um GTA Four, GTA Five was barely a likable character in it. Franklin, maybe, yeah. Um, whereas Mafia Two sort of seemed like a much more sincere attempt to tell a story.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, there was the there. Were, I think in Mafia Two, I'm trying to remember the relationship. I think they were cousins as well, and um, mm. you know, you had if there's one thing that mafia did too did better than gta 4 it was cousins because your mate in mafia 2 was funny and likable mm-hmm. and really good and you were concerned what happened to the uh to him at the end in gta fucking what was it roman yeah, yeah was his name just shit just a real <laughs> shit character he was though wasn't he yeah he wasn't great really shit character um which is a shame because you know G- Rockstar games are full of fucking brilliant characters mm. that was not one of them and there will be people that go no it's really funny when he kept saying cousin <laughs> no it wasn't he was rubbish he was rubbish uh yeah i don't if you're comparing GTA to mafia then you you need your head checked like seriously <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I,
1: I would say I feel like we're comfortably at a point where we know that not every open world game has to be fucking Grand Theft Auto, but you know we're a long way from calling them GTA clones as we used to in the early noughties or whatever. But but then we were—I I, f- I would have thought we were at that point when Mafia Two came out.
0: You know, uh, we so, were, we were. Yeah. I do. I mean, maybe you were reading different people's. Uh, I just, yeah, I didn't see that comparison. I didn't see many people making that comparison, but mm. I'm not saying it didn't happen. And obviously, you've mm. read it, so... Uh, no, I mean, I fine, think but... I'm just assuming
1: because that's what the question says. Maybe, maybe... No, that's what I'm saying. I was Paul talking, sorry, I was talking to
0: the guy that wrote in... And... Ah, right, okay.
1: Yeah, maybe he's fucking made it up. Paul. Yeah.
0: Does it have a word, Paul. Oh, Stop hang on, this to... is... Sorry, no,
2: feed this feed is ant. 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 Classic ant. Fucking hell, ant. Stop feeding your lies. And Paul, actually. Couldn't think of it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, I think fuck off, Paul. Worse. Mm. Um, can everyone delete their emails and their angry tweets, I remember the film it's called Jeepers Creepers but I remembered, I mean I found it on <laughs> Google yeah, the film, when I, basically I remember Jeepers Creepers being a good film until you saw the giant bat creature then it got very, very shit everyone move on with your lives, please <laughs> next question
3: okay, we've got tweets now um, so if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Pod on Twitter um, the first one comes from I can't pronounce his name
2: <laughs> okay, this is weird got got home again. No, that's
3: right. yeah. oh, I can't read. It's too late. What time is it? I mean, it's like
4: it's twenty just, to midnight. Oh, too late. Twenty anyway, to midnight. Uh,
3: it's a good question, though. Come we on, got, granddad. Question for all: If you had to trust one of the other hosts with your life, who would it be and why? I mean, obviously, Easy. it's just going to be Matt Murray, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I would trust absolutely. Wouldn't trust you, David. It's got to be.
0: <laughs> You'd be right not to. So I yeah, because um, I, I
1: don't feel like Matt is capable of making a malicious decision. So. Well, exactly. That's why he has got Matt.
0: <laughs> no, because Matt puts his all into any everything. And yeah. if you genuinely had your life at risk or whatever, or Matt genuinely needed to save your life, then you know that he'd put everything into it. Sean, I don't think he's got the oomph. James, <laughs> uh, he would rather see you get hurt so he could laugh at it. So, that's not
3: fair, that's outrageous. How is that, that outrageous?
0: You love you love shit going wrong. Me <laughs> dying is probably about as good as it gets for you.
1: This has just reminded me of um so Chris Span has you know you know Matt he's mentioned to you before how he like because he's he's he can be quite negative about things, so he finds it really strange that you're so positive about everything. I
2: find it strange too, but yeah, I, I understand where it's coming <laughs>
1: But then he was just, it was a couple of weeks back. He was like, it's really nice having Matt Murray as a friend on Strava. Just like everything I do, he's just like in the background. I'm like, yeah, fucking come on, Chris. You're doing really well, man. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've got a beer.
2: It's important to be on Strava. It's all just pure, like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, slavish up on the back. Saying, well done. Keep going. You can do it, Chris. If you're yeah, listening, yeah. you can do it, Chris. Come on. <laughs>
0: I've, never, I've never met anyone to question Matt so much in my life. Like, <laughs> honestly, I've known Matt for a long time. And the amount of messages I get on uh, WhatsApp groups from Chris going, I don't. So is he just happy? (laughs) Yeah, he's just a, a happy bloke. But just, like he. Just excited about stuff. I think yeah, it's yeah, because can exi-
2: sense the real darkness within me and he's just trying to peel away the layers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just feels like it's all yeah. there. Yeah. you yeah, can see me for what I'm really all a veil. That is a very good point, actually. I wanted to bring
0: that up because on interface last week, you know how all we start here, talking about Matt interface, oh. <laughs> 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 interface podcast. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> when um Matt was uh around and saying, Oh yeah, I just don't feel anger. I just don't feel it, you know, it's just not an emotion that I have and it feels weird if I'm ever angry. On that podcast he was like, Oh, that oh yeah, Apple conference may be uh, so I angry. Know that quite,
4: quite
2: angry that way. <laughs> I've calmed down from last night's phone call, James, he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I think I might have mentioned on the show. It's quite sad that I don't get angry about anything. Oh, but the new iPhone's £100 more. Oh, Joe's... Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about interface ever again. Next question.
3: Okay, uh, JWallChaser2 <laughs> says, um, if Rockstar could create a new game with your genre of choice, what would it be? Bonus marks for giving the game a title.
2: Okay, so what what have they um, done? A sports game, they've done table tennis, which is brilliant. They've obviously done mm. uh, third person open world. What, what else have they done?
1: Uh, done, they've done a straight driving game. Haven't oh yeah, really? Midnight, the, Club? Midnight Club. Yeah, that, that was great. Yeah, actually, yeah. I like that. Back in the day, it
4: was all right. Yeah. Hmm. What's uh, left? Game?
0: Yeah. First person shooter, I guess. Mm. I mean, I'd be that. I'd be definitely be interested in that, but. I would like to say gunplay. A
1: little bit. Oh, see, I was going to say gunplay is never like the best thing about GTA, but then neither's the driving, but they still did Midnight Club. So well,
2: what is the best thing about Rockstar games? It for me it's 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 attention to detail. It's you know, the, the, the the amount, of, you know, the amount of detail in the world. It, it story is obviously incredibly strong, characters. So all, all that to me.
1: See I yeah, like I
2: think if if
1: Rockstar had actually made LA Noir <laughs> instead of them just sort of buying it when it was half finished from team Bondi um i reckon that would have been a much better like so basically you know open world or whatever if it if it has to be but basically just like a smart point and click adventure
2: yeah i was gonna say that they can make mm. like a really good version of like the walking dead style game you know
4: yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah you're absolutely right that's the right answer like a um uh until dawn style thing
4: yeah yeah,
0: yeah,
2: that—that's um, the right answer. The, the, let's find. Let's try and workshop a name. If it's like a, well, yeah, it's impossible to do. Yeah, stupid. Um, <laughs> on
0: okay, w- one more question. We're done.
3: Oh, so now you're putting pressure on me because now
0: I've got oh, well, one. you always freak out about this sort of stuff. Be ready. Be prepared. <laughs> right. You know that's right, the right, let One. Do,
1: do Shawnee's one about E G X. That's an easy one.
3: Really? Okay, I'm going to E G X on Saturday. Ready? Any particular game I should seek out seems very light this year.
1: So my advice Um, for EGX is always, like, go to the indie bit and don't do what I do and just sort of walk through and go, oh, this all looks really interesting. I'll remember the names of all these games and look them up when I get home. You won't. You won't do that. Fucking sit down and play them. Like just actually sit down and play every single one. Each one will only take two minutes of your life, and you'll come away like having played loads of interesting, weird things.
0: Yeah, that you probably won't play ever again. Yeah,
1: um, but that's well, fine.
0: I can't, I'm, I'm still gutted. Do you remember that was there was that game that I was really excited about a few years ago at EGS called Chroma?
1: Yeah. Well, the guy, um, what's his name, Mark Summit? Um, he went on to do Poor Hammer or some shit. Yeah, he went on to do Titan Souls with another fella. Oh really? Um, yeah 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 same guy but uh, and he has said like oh yeah you know people keep asking me about Chroma it's on the back burner for some reason or another but yeah that was that was really cool wasn't it? It was yeah. Um
0: yeah I, I mean that is very good advice. The, the the some of the most memorable stuff I've uh, at EGX is the is the stuff that I played at the in the indie sort of section mm. and you get to talk to the people that actually made them as well yeah. which can be awkward. I was gonna say that's definitely. sort of what
1: intimidates me and makes me not want to sit down because you know you might be like two minutes in and thinking, This is bollocks, and then the developers are out, like behind you going, So what do you think? And it's like, oh fucking hell, don't ask me that. Um but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, oh yeah, battlefield's there, but it's fucking it's out a week after or you know. <laughs> so don't get in that queue. Don't spend two hours of your life doing that. Just
0: It's funny, like when, when you go to these things and you see people playing that all day sit and playing the latest Pez that's been out, like, for a little while, (laughs) but they just want to sit and play Pez, so that's what they do. One of the best things I've always done at
2: EGX is going to the panels. I've always loved doing that. Mm,
0: Yeah. If you don't regularly do that, then definitely do that, because that's that's always excellent. I mean, we've been to a few NAF ones. Do do you remember the Tomb Raider one? Yeah, that was in Greek. Where they literally just played the demo that was on the shop floor. (laughs) Just uh, all the shows. No, I'm just floor, looking now
2: sorry, on, the, on the. Um, oh, when does this guy say he's going? Saturday. Okay. I don't want to say on Saturday. But yeah, there th- seems like there's good ones throughout the week, frankly. Um, mm. well, well, so, what's there's, on Saturday? Uh, Diggers in Space. I'm not sure what that is. There's a Hitman serial trailer. So, I, it talks about mm-hmm. how it's now going... Obviously, Hitman's going episodic. That'd be quite interesting. Um, there's one talking about um, Frontier making Planet Roller Coaster. Uh, you were Chris. Chris Bratt is interviewing them, so that was quite good. Sniper Elite Four, nice. Sniper Elite Four, and some other games. So yeah, honestly, the, the Hitman one sounds the most interesting for Saturday. I'm quite going am mm. not going. Yeah, but also that, that the,
0: the, the one about the roller coaster, that roller coaster thing, definitely go to that because it will probably be they'll put probably be more open and honest and tell you more interesting stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would definitely go yeah, to that I know. One. Yeah,
2: but the panels I've been to in the, in the past, you know, some of them really, really interesting. It's just good to, you know see someone pool you might be reading about or playing their games and, and getting a chance to meet them maybe. But yeah the panel's always excellent. Yeah. For
1: sure. Also if Good you shout. if there is something popular that you really want to have a go on, um if you're bothering to get there early, basically like, if you're one of the first in, that bit pretty much means you got free go on something yeah, so I'm ready <laughs> without having to queue. Look at so, out. like, if you, yeah, just pick one part. Like, if you really want to play Battlefield or Card or whatever, then just pick that and just head straight. Back. You don't have to run. People do that. You don't have to run. Just as soon as you get in, just know what you want to go and see, and there will be, a, at most, a short queue. And then you can just take that off and then forget about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a dad taking his son to, to EGX. <laughs> And giving him advice no, just man, before this, you leave
1: doing this for a long time
2: do do you remember the best day of right. our lives dave um, when we got to go to egx with uh, with with that exhibitors pass thanks to chazzy yeah. that, that that was just incredible just <laughs> walking in and matt's confidence coming out of nowhere saying yeah we've already yeah, cleared I it i had to own it so, so but basically one year at egx there was a complication with my ticket I think the complication might be, I didn't buy one or there's an issue, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, Chazzy, uh, I'm not sure if you listen to this show, but it certainly listened to other podcasts we've done. Um, hooked me up with uh, an exhibitors pass because uh, he himself at the time was one. And yeah, I think it must have been Saturday is one in the mornings on, on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday. That's typically how weekends work. Um, yeah, we got there on Saturday morning. Me and Dave and basically, well, I needed one exhibitor pass. Um, But I was feeling confident; I had a pass. I thought I could do anything at that point. So I went up to the ticket guy and said, "Oh, uh I've got a pass here." And um, this guy's what? What, what, was he, what was even the reason? I said, "No." He turned around. She. He said, "You can come in,
0: but um, he, but but this guy can't. He's only got a press pass." And you went, "Oh no, no, no! I need him for something." And he went, "Okay." And then the second level of security, we went to walk in. And they went, whoa, whoa, where's he going? He's only got a, uh, a, a um, press pass. And uh, you went, no, no, it's all right. I've cleared it with a bloke at the front.
2: That's all you said. That's all I to say. <laughs> and they went, I was high on power. Okay. <laughs> anyway. And then we got to. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and then basically we were there. It was like half an hour, even before like, the earliest tickets were, were going in, because we were like exhibitors officially. And yeah, we could play Xbox One, you know, there was no queue. We played everything on the Xbox One stand. Then we got to the PS4 stand and regular punters started coming in, which is a little bit annoying. But yeah, it was, it was like, how dare it me. was just amazing. I mean, it's, it's like the whole like you know kid in the sweet shop type thing. But we were playing mm. Xbox One. It wasn't out yet. I don't yeah at that point. But it's just uh, that that was such an amazing feeling to play anything. We're, and, and we're getting away with it as well. That's the thing. We're like on the Xbox stand on the PlayStation stand. With like you know, there's no one else in the, in the whole whole place. of an working on stands. And we were
0: there. And if you remember, you had to have special tickets to play because you could only play like two games. <laughs> yeah. oh. One of that was it. You had an indie ticket and like a AAA ticket, and you could spend your in the PS4 area, you could spend one ticket on the on to play a uh you know, sort of a triple A game and one ticket to play one of their indie games, right? And um we were playing them all anyway. And then a woman came over and said, Hold on, have you got any tickets? And we went, Oh no, we were in here before tickets were handed out and she went, Oh right, well here's some tickets. (laughs) (laughs) So we can just continue playing. You should have booted us out of here by now. This is insane. Amazing. Um, Just having a
1: look at the uh, at what's there. There's the I mean it's the usual like you know, stuff that's out a week later and yeah, then yeah. and stuff that's been out like Overwatch is there?
2: And, and yet there will be, so be a bizarre. massive
1: massive key for that. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> um does anyone know I know I could just look this up, but does anyone know what JCB Pioneer Mars is?
2: No, but, <laughs> but if I'm, you want to hear more, twelve o'clock on Saturday, that's what the diggers <laughs> and space panel's about.
1: Oh, is that what right, <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. Cool. Um um Matt I had that feeling today um you, the, the very similar to when we got into um EGX really early I went to Chessington, World of Adventures um way way after its sort of peak period there was there was fucking nobody there today to the point where I went on one of the main rides there the uh, Dragons Fury and um went all the way round and then the bloke just went, looked over at the queue, and there was no one in it, and just went, want we go again? Yeah, I'll go Hell again. Yeah. <laughs> Got through again. Oh, do, you want, do you want to go again? Yeah, yeah, I'll go again. <laughs> Did it three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe was waiting with Harry, like just by You're the there. side, Woo. just watching me go. I was having a bit. It was like when
2: we went on the flumes. Oh, that, that was a good that was a good hour of our lives. Um, the other EJX thing was... That one year, Dave, you and I were um, there in the queue and we pretended to the the guys in front of we were from IGN because we had a flip cam. (laughs) (laughs) We had a fucking flip cam or whatever we had. And actually at that point we had two um, XLR microphones going into my bag and there's nothing in the bag. (laughs) Yeah, that was right. We just had the mic just sticking out. It's sticking into the bag and people thought we were legit. It was just cables Um, into a bag, not plugged into anything. Oh, God. <laughs> EGX, yeah, is the I best. Really, I'm really glad should... I haven't been for a couple of years, but I'm gonna, we should definitely try and go next year. We'd we'll do like a podcast on the show. Yeah, I know I it's think boring, we should, but it's always a, an awesome weekend. You meet a lot, loads of other podcasters, and yeah, it's just it's a class weekend. So I'm quite upset I'm not there this year. Hmm.
0: Yeah, we we'll, we should get our ass in gear next year for uh, EGX. Very very good weekend. Right, okay, that's it. That's another video game show, computer game show, is what this <laughs> podcast is called. That's right, it, yep.
2: Um Good. The, the show is on iTunes. Um obviously we're on Overcast, we're on Pocket we're on the rest. Um we're on Twitter, we'd we'd love to hear your sponsor to the show of the week. So we're at Computer Game Boy on Twitter. Um the show goes up on YouTube um, every week, so if you if you prefer to watch the show or listen to the show on YouTube, it's up there every uh, Wednesday. And you can email us. You get the comments going on that, yeah. please. There's a distinct lack of comments on the YouTube page, so you know. We love to see those comments. Um, we're also you can also email us uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com. And basically, we post the episode up on Facebook every week, but it's Facebook's pretty dead. I'm going to blame the Facebook algorithm, but um yeah, <laughs> when we do this PSVR weekend, this live podcast, we we may well stream it over there. So yeah, please go over there and, and like the channel and like uh, like, the, like the page, and, and and you know, it'd be nice to actually see, see some likes over there because it's just pretty dead. But there you go.
0: There you go. Excellent stuff. Uh, Thanks for living it. And uh, we look forward to telling you what games we've been playing this week on next week's show. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Good. Catch you later. Small.